my killers and my hundred dollar billers. To emo kids that got too many He held the register open while he counted her change. I was next in line, which meant I was invisible. From where I stood, I could see that the till was full. He didn't look the type to play superhero, so I stepped forth and paid for my cigarettes. Crept out the store's front door to chase a little breath. Bangles in my head, shake the song off. Another manic Monday night, it's gonna be a long walk. A car pulled up, a fixed up cutlass. A woman and a child climbed out and left it running. They went inside of the deli, placed an order with the extra dollar fifty bottled water, cause the daughter's picky. When they came out, mommy gave me a glance that said, Man, can love an angel, but he's gotta take the chance. Already knew the deal. I lit one up and walked, so they got back in their Oldsmobile, built it up and took off. Thug love on the corner by the Walgreens, looking at me like I'm just another square tall team. As I get closer, I notice they showing each other sketches out of their notebooks, reminding me of my old roots. I walk past with a nod and a reminisce, where the God, hip-hop and comic books was my genesis. Respect the life and the fashions of the children, it's the only culture I've got, exactly what we've been building. All of a sudden, I'm in front of some man, no, he's a youngin', but he's got a gun in his hand. He looks 15, he looks frantic, no, he looks afraid, immediately apprehensive. Till I heard him say Do you want this? It's not mine, I promise I found it on my block In between a couple garages Didn't want to leave it For a child to stumble over I don't even know how to hold it It was a 38 The poor man's machete Held it in my hand Thinking damn man it's heavier than expected Wedged it behind my belt buckle Knowing that it's evil Even thought that I could smell trouble The extra strength felt weak But over there on the corner So what I needed And proceeded to cross the street Put the heat in a mailbox To lose it Figured that the post office Knows what's best to do with it Mosey down the road Thinking about the old I used to roam this zone Through two feet of snow Right here This used to be a record shop I've gotten love I've gotten drunk I've gotten beat up In that parking lot I've had my Lake Street Pride for three decades These alleyways and these street lights Have seen my best days Before I was a germ Learning how to misbehave All the way to the grave Southside is my resting place Took a ride on Lindale I'm getting near But then the road became empty And the people disappeared The clouds ran away Opened up the sky And one by one I watched every constellation die And there I was frozen Standing in my backyard Face to face Eye to eye Staring at the last star I should have known Walked all the way home To find that you wasn't here I was still all alone No matter where I am No matter what I do I'm always coming back home to you They can leave me for dead They can take away my truth I'm always coming back home to you Through the lies and the sins That ride the wind that blew I'm always coming back home to you As sure as the life in the garden that you grew I'm always coming back home to you No matter where I am No matter what I do I'm always coming back home to you If only I had what you already knew I'm always coming back home to you From the heaven I've had to the hell I've been through I'm always coming back home to you
such a pleasure to to come home home because uh, I have a very special love for the
Welcome to Sad Rail Radio. Call in now. 646-929-1480. Now your host, Anti-Crisis 73 and NCAP Dalek. Good evening, everybody. How are you? Welcome to Third Rail Radio. Um, I'd like to welcome my, my brother Dalek into the uh, onto the board once again, saving my ass, bailing me out from uh, having to uh, multitask and, and get myself all confused. Um, tonight's episode of uh, Third Rail Radio um, get together, a shoot the shit session. Um, looks like we have a, a Good, good, uh, solid oh, start shit. tonight in chat. I guess I was doing a really there's... nice intro, and I kind of fucked up. I I, I have my shit unmuted. God damn myself. Oh, well, life goes on. What's going it on, guys? On, great, live from Greatfield, Washington. This is Dan Capdell. It's a beautiful place. I'm right nearby the beach. Uh, it's, it's pretty beautiful. Um, you've been you've been on the road a little bit. We've chatted a couple times. Uh, your trip's going well. Oh yeah, I'm with uh, I'm with family. I got like two little kids running around playing. They're all one of them don't listen for crap. Oh well, life goes on, you know. I don't listen for crap, and I'm, well, I mean, I'm like uh, an old man. I know, I know. It's okay. You're, you'll go see. I know you're seeing. Oh, whatever. Life goes on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for being here, brother, um, and taking some time yeah. out for, uh, from the family. Um, and uh, Smoker, friendly Smoker, and I chatted earlier and decided uh, nothing much was going on tonight, so we'd, we'd do a little show, and uh, I'm so glad we oh, did. Hell yeah. um, but let's uh, have some fun and uh, see what's going on. Um, we should have a few callers coming in um, oh, hell pretty yeah. soon. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, start putting off... Uh, you know, I'm going to start putting them in the green room for a moment or two. All right? All right. So, awesome. Thank you very much, that. Alex. Yep. And, you're welcome. Uh, doing a uh, quick rundown of the in the chat room, we've got uh, Canadian Glenn, Friendly Smoker, who is hosting the show with myself and Dalek. Um, guest 7908, welcome to the show. Kelly, I am. Welcome to the show. Nice to have you. Porno Puppy, what a pleasure, man. Uh, Reb Radio, I'm not sure if that is uh, the Reb himself or uh, perhaps uh, JVAB, either either one. Welcome to the show. Shin, what's up, my brother, man? And Turtlefuck, uh, terrific name. And Amarilla is, uh, has just popped into the uh, chat room. So a great start. Um, and this is an open, uh, open line uh, Friday night. Uh, get together so twist one up grab a beer um, call in bring up anything you want 
and um, let's have some fun. Um, starting right off the uh, right off the bat, I'm not sure if anybody was tuned into uh, JVAB's radio, which uh, was on from 10 to 11 and is on uh, from 10 to midnight, usually on uh, Fridays. And it's an excellent show. Um, get on that shit. Uh, dude is brilliantly funny. Um, and uh, when he wants to, can fucking drop some knowledge on some uh, some some dark magic Kabbalah jinn shit, which is uh, really fascinating to listen to. Um, and uh, so thanks, JVAB, for another great show um, under the uh, Revolution Radio umbrella slash banner, as we say. Um, but it's good to have so many people here from from the family, and uh, when Dalek checks back in, um, we'll get some people on the line. We'll play a little drinking game tonight. Every time I say, um, you have to take a shot or drink a full beer, so get ready to get drunk. That's every day I say, um, or every time I say, um, um, okay, so now I have to drink, so give me a moment here. I do this all, uh, all for my own benefit. I need a game to drink, goddammit. Ah, I can open a beer with just about anything if I had to. Um, All right, we're back with uh, Friendly Smoker, and he's already on right now. Um, uh, We got a few other people. We got uh, a a few other people. Let's say that. And holy crap, we got a lot of people that's listening. Thank you guys for listening so much. If you guys want to call in, it is 646-929-1482. And the beach... Uh, Skype is BTR Listener 059. That's BTR Listener 059. Fuck yeah, thank you, Dallas. And Smoker, welcome to the show, man. Um, like I said, this is uh, Smoker's co hosting this. Um, this is unofficially the Friday Night Smoking Lounge. Um, oh, yeah, baby. But, uh, Hell yeah. How are, you tonight? how are you tonight, my brother? I'm pretty good, man. Just fucking nervous, but yeah, pretty good. I was just oh, telling Dalek how nervous I am. I forgot. I don't know why the fucking pressure just built up. I thought it was just going to be me and you or whatever, and now all the people are showing up. <clears throat> so, all right, we'll see where this goes, man. How are you doing this evening? Exactly. I'm good, man. You know, I'm, I, I'm, uh, I'm fucking, I get a little anxious when I do these things. I tell you, Dalek has, has uh, talked me down many a times. It's, it's amazing to See some of the cats who do these uh, these shows. It's like seamless. It, it seems so easy, Rebel. Um, and uh, you know, it's not it's not it's not that easy. Um, and you and I were talking about uh, earlier. One of the reasons that that I've done it um, is it's a great thing to be part of. And uh, you know, it's also something something good to do that if, you know, it makes you nervous and you do it and you overcome it, it's fucking good. So we're going to have a great time. And uh, welcome to the show. It's good to have you co-hosting. Thank uh, you, man. Thanks for having me for sure, dude. Yeah, man. Absolutely, man. It's, uh, it seems like you, you, you've kind of got the Midas touch right now. Every every few shows I've, uh, the last few shows I've heard that you've been on has been great times, really fucking positive vibrations and uh, good conversation. So uh, uh, I appreciate that. So keep uh, keep guesting around um, if you don't do your own thing, brother man. Oh, sure, yeah. man. 
That's the opportunity like, in the slot. And don't worry, dude. You don't have to be nervous, man. I'm, I, I mean, you know, you're always welcome to the show. If you want to go ahead and co-host, go ahead and do so. I'm fine with that. And besides, usually I'm over here just in, lurking in the shadows. Yeah, I've never logged into the guy. a man who rofflecopters his penis around all willy-nilly. Yeah, don't worry. It's all good. I, lo- I logged into the dash earlier, and I uh, I uploaded a song, but I guess I did it all wrong. I put in three songs on your guys' board or whatever. Just saying. Oh, no shit. Uh, mm-hmm. well, What were they called? No idea. No idea. Dude. <laughs> yeah, but I'd have to look them up. I don't know. I know uh, the last one is mine. Dead, dead, by your yeah. side. Yeah. Uh, what, what, why are you telling me and then... The White Buffalo. Yeah. The Great White Buffalo. Yeah, okay, that one. I was high when I did it. Now I'm high. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Actually, what? I'm in Washington, which is also uh, legally smoking. It's, you know, like, Dallas, you can you legally smoke. From one, from one recreation state to the next, don't you? <clears throat> yeah, I love Seattle, dude. I love Great View. I love the whole stay up here. It's great. It's pretty. And I'll, I'll go ahead and show you guys some pictures when I have the time. Or hell, I'll just put it, like, around the background while I'm talking over in, like, Tiny Chat. Tiny it's Chat. A, uh, yeah, dude, man, it's a killer town. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I love the Northwest in general. Portland, Oregon is a pretty chill town. And uh, Seattle, Washington is definitely um, a chill town. Uh, a lot of, some, you know, I think some people in the community would probably at the, what was it, G8 or G20. Um over there a uh, few few years back, um, pretty this time there, and uh, I'm, I'm sure some people got down to that, um, but it is a super chill town, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, and I'm glad you're traveling safely, brother man. Oh yeah, definitely, dude. I mean, uh, it, it was kind of crazy when we did it because we had like a few kids. Um, with us, and, you know, we only got, like, room for three people inside the truck, so we had to put them, like, right under the bed, and, you know, they had, like, all this kind of crazy shit. Oh, well, at least we didn't get caught by cops. I didn't want to my ask, uncle or my dad get fucked. They messed over for child endangerment. Cops yeah. love you. What, what, what is your policy on hitchhikers? Don't pick them up. Hold on, yo, can you guys do me a favor? I just called in yeah. with my cell on a, it's probably the 111 number. Because uh, when I called in through Skype, I just realized I can't smoke in the apartment. And oh. I love being on the air and having a cigarette here and there. Do you guys mind taking that call in over there? Yeah, uh, when you're out and smoking a cigarette and shit, yeah. No, no, just transfer the call. Because I'm going to transfer the headset. Okay, okay, yeah. Do you see me on the board? On the board? Sweet. Yep. Sweet. Nice, <laughs> bro. Okay, I think that worked. Um, yeah, you're good. So, you're good. Turtle Fuck just said that they that he or she hitchhiked 48 states in their 20s. Um, and uh, that's like, um, I, like that's uh, that's fantasy fun. I think that that would be a great time. I'm not sure about now. I'm sure. I, I I could probably get away with it because of my my size. Maybe not though. I mean, you know, uh, it's a little sketchy. But Dude. I was surprised. I, 
I don't think it's sketchy. I think it depends what country you're in. It's sketchy. I think North America played it out to be like so scary. Ooh, you're gonna like get in the wrong car and get like slashed. You're gonna get captured by a serial killer. But you know well, what? Dude, I come from Europe and I hitchhiked since I was a kid. Yeah. And I, I guess you're pretty lucky because. No, thank you. Mm. But, like, I don't really like picking... I, I don't know. I don't really like picking up strangers, dude. I don't really want to see them. Dude, if they're, if they're going to do some crazy shit, I ain't going to do it. If I need to get, like, a ride, I'm going to go ahead and try to figure out a way to get up there without riding in somebody else's car or a stranger's car. I'm just going to go ahead and just walk. If I need to get gas, I'll walk. Screw it. The sad right. I'm usually more concerned about what I'm doing than the one that needs what the hitchhiker is going to do to me. I'm usually like, fuck, I can't pick that cat up. They're going to call the cops or something on me. They're going to, you know. Uh, yeah, they're but do you think it's a, but are you ever relaxed or are you tense from the start? Uh, no, I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty chill. I mean, if somebody, if somebody gives me, uh, you know, like the willies, or, you know, bad vibes or something, uh, you know, I'll, I'll definitely, uh, give back what I receive, but I'm I'm pretty low key and chill. And uh, you know, um, I have pitch, picked up hitchhikers in Vermont. It doesn't really count the same thing. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty friendly, and and lots of people hitchhike up here. Well, I mean, that's I agree with you, Smoker. I think uh, um, you know, it's part Hollywood of, based. It's Hollywood, part, yeah, it's part of the contrived part. I and mean, if you fucking go anywhere outside of an urban area, it gets we're ruled pretty fast, and, and people are pretty chill. Um, How many times would you say you've hitchhiked in your life? Like five. Five? Oh, shit, bro. No, like 200. Yeah, that's a beast. I, lo- I love that. I've, yeah, I've only done it five times, probably, and not and not for way too long. Another thing I love to do is ride the rails. Shit, shit, and I have fucked about this before because I used to think Shin lived on a train. Um, but I, uh, I, I would, well, I mean, then I tell you, like, road the rails. That would be another incredible thing to do. I mean, you could jump a train, you know, sit yourself mm-hmm. up in one of those cars and, uh, and just, you know, go to sleep and, and wake up, uh, you know, wake up fucking a thousand miles away and not even know where you were. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think, uh, what's, uh, okay, so five times, so probably not, probably not a good answer, but what's the scariest moment you've ever had during hitchhiking, while hitchhiking? I I have never had one scary one. The scariest moment I've had associated with a hitchhiker was uh, a friend of mine who picked up a hitchhiker who fucking... Hulk Hogan shouldn't have picked up. The dude was sketchy as fuck looking. You know, uh, I all fucking pointed one way, the other eye pointed the other way, like thin fucking kind of, kind of like hills on, you know, the eyes have hills fucking type dude. And, uh, um, and he scared the shit out of her. Um, and, uh, Later on, it, it you know came out that he well not came out, but he kind of turned up in, in town. I live in a small town, and it's kind of the 
the local crazy guy for a little bit. Ended up being harmless. But I've never had a bad experience, you know, from uh, um, hitchhiking. So, I, I mean, I, I think probably the reason I haven't done more of it is I've lived the first uh, 20, 21 years of my life in this, in this city um, where there was uh, public transportation that, that was suitable um, but up, mm-hmm. up in Vermont, man, we hitchhiked, and uh, when when I ran kitchen, tons of the cooks would, uh, you know, would hitchhike to work um, if uh, if they couldn't get a ride. So it's not uncommon, but I think it's uh, there should be more hitchhiking. Have you ever been to Europe, like Spain, yeah. Portugal, Italy, France? Yeah, I have. You, ever, you I should have. hitchhike down there, dude. It's definitely a different experience than down here. Yeah, I mean, I I think that traveling in general is a is, or you know, traveling like that, like being uh, kind of rambling, uh, it's it's definitely more part of uh, like the rite of passage of European, uh, Australian um, kids. I'm gonna than, put on uh, Kahuna and then I'm gonna go ahead and screen a few more calls. Right, uh, Kahuna, you're live. Kahuna, you're live. Yo, what's What's up? Yeah. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm just chilling, man. What's going on? I'm tired of Not much, man. Welcome to the show, John. What was that? Welcome to the show, man. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me on. That's any crisis. That's uh, that's the host. Okay. Yeah, I caught on. Yeah. Speaking of hitchhiking, like, man, like. I'd always, like, be like, hey, it'd be cool to pick this person up who's, like, just randomly walking, and then I could just, like, never bring myself to do it. The scariest moment I've ever had in hitchhiking, and I've done this, like, lots of times, but I was usually with somebody older, even when I was young, right? I never did it by myself. But uh, the scariest moment was uh, in Europe, because you know how you can usually pass? People love to pass. Mm-hmm. Even like on a fucking curve, when you can't see, like on a blind curve, like a cornfield, you can't see around the corner. And these people like are passing at full speed. So there's maybe three of us, and um, the driver was this older dude, and uh, yeah, dude, he just stepped on it on a bend. Uh, there's a car coming, he fucking swerved around it. <laughs> so he looks back at us and he's like, well, if we didn't die from that, we're not fucking dying today. And he just started giving it more gas, bro. I was like, what the fuck? Get us out of here. <laughs> that was like the worst. That was, it. that was scary. But aside from that, it was easy. met a couple of friends down there uh, from hitchhiking. And that's a cool thing. Like, in Europe, when you hitchhike, you can possibly meet a longtime friend. Here, people are like, okay, I'm nice enough to do it, but get the fuck out of my car. Like, quick, right. quick, quick. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, that's a good point. I think here it's like a, it's almost like a, like a like a scene is like a danger seeking behavior or something like risky that you survive. You know, fucking climbing mm-hmm. a mountain or something like that, as opposed to like doing somebody a favor, you know, uh, and and giving somebody a lift down the road a little bit because you have fucking horsepower and they have feet power. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, well, nowadays, I don't know. Yeah? Uh, I was, uh, 
uh, landscaping this week, and uh, I, and I, I did, and I'm back. I did. I love that. I did permaculture, and you know, I studied small farming and shit like that. And was mm-hmm. helping a buddy out, and um, um, you know, we were we were hand weeding um, a couple of different plots for uh, specific grows, um, vegetable grows. Uh, well, there was just blight up here, um, and if blight shows up um, in an area where potatoes or, or uh, tomatoes are grown, um, you pretty much have to raise whole field, uh, weed baggy. Um, and, uh, so we, we, this woman took this opportunity to clear a couple fields and, uh, at the same time she was putting up fence in and she wanted all this weeding done by hand and, and turning the soil and everything so you don't miss any of the, of the blight. And, um, these cats, these guys were putting in a, a nice horse, uh, and they were using a, a, a box. And it just got me thinking, you know, about horsepower versus manpower. And yeah. uh, I, I, I think if it was uh, John or you, Smoker, uh, the other night on the radio uh, mentioned something about um, agriculture being the uh, sort of the the first big misstep of uh, this, this era of uh, human civilization. Uh, yeah. And, and I, you know, I think it's, I think that's totally uh, right on, you know, spot on. And, and now the irony I thought was that it could be small farming that, that at least extend uh, uh, food stability um, and food security to, uh, you know, at least those people who fortunate enough have land to farm. Any thoughts on that? Uh, I don't. I don't think my words were that it was uh, that it was the biggest mishap. I think that I was just attributing to the population increase to it. I think that I would have to agree that the agricultural revolution probably was the greatest uh, contributor to the improvement in lifestyle amongst amongst people. I know, you know, like I read a, a great book called The Rational Optimist by Matt Ridley and. Uh, one of the great anecdotes he uses is like people talk about um, this po- uh, pre-agricultural society and they like, they picture it like dad is sitting there cooking over the coal stove while, with his wool coat on while the kids, um, while the kids okay, sit so there. Okay, we have, I think, Amarella, we have uh, Coach on, that's always good, so, and then we have Kelly yeah. on, and I think that's it, yeah. I Thanks, Alex and John. John <laughs> just, uh, All right, good uh, times. What's up, everybody? Hey, man. Hi. How are you? Hello. Hi. Welcome, everybody. John, John was just clearing up uh, something that came up about agriculture um, uh, when uh, Dalek brought you guys on. And as, as far as uh, there's, you know, there's one, at least one camp that thinks it was a, a huge misstep in uh, another camp. That, yeah, I think um, we're talking about the population boom, and I mentioned oil babies that were all oil babies. The population went out of control when we when we discovered oil, really. And then he started talking about the Industrial Revolution and this and that. 
And I think that's how we got on that topic then on that show. But, uh, you know, well, I mean, what I learned that, in I mean, landscaping. What saying, sorry, go ahead, folks. Well, I walked into the, like a couple of years ago, right, when I really thought I wanted to do landscaping or whatever, I walked into the store with my boss at the time. And uh, this brand new machine had just been uh, um, released on the market. It was $5,000. And uh, all it was, it was a wheelbarrow with, uh, I think, like 10 horsepower or 15 horsepower. And this wheelbarrow can carry like a serious fucking load and it can go up and down stairs, right? So my boss is That's looking amazing. at it and I'm thinking, what the fuck does he want this wheelbarrow? It's $5,000. And he goes, wow, if I buy this wheelbarrow, I can fire two guys. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? That's crazy. Was it like remote controlled or like how does all this work? No, it's just like a just like a lawnmower. Let's say you go behind it, you guide it, but everything else is just uh, totally uh, hydraulic uh, dump bucket, and uh, it's got like so many attachments or whatever. But just the way he said that, that he could just fire people. Like, you know, for 5000 he okay. could re- replace two incomes. I was yeah, just like, holy not fuck, fair. dude. And I'm, and I, and I'm I sorry to interrupt you. Well, I think that's going on in pretty much every industry. Things get more automated. Um, uh, you guys were talking about hitchhiking earlier, right? Correct. Okay, so it's kind of sort of related to hitchhiking, but maybe not really. Um, before I had kids, one of my um, habits, probably not the safest habit that I've ever had, but I carry, so I was, you know, I was pretty confident I could take care of myself, um, was if people were hitchhiking or if I saw someone walking with bags, I would pick them up and I'd take them wherever they needed to go. Um, it was a, there was one particular time there was this elderly man. He was walking down the road. He was in one of those nice tailored long coats, and um, he was walking with a cane, and he had his hat on. It was snowing, and he had had grocery bags with him. And just seeing him walking through the snow, it it tugged at my heart a lot. So I stopped, and I picked him up, and I drove him to his house, and I helped him unload his groceries. And he told me um, the story about how he was about to lose his house, his wife had died, and his kids didn't want to help him, so he was going to have to move into a nursing home. And it was just so sad. But at the same time, he was so grateful that somebody had taken the time out to help him out. Um, And I think something that's been weighing on my mind recently is how we don't take care of our older uh, the older generation as much anymore as people used to. You know, when I have the conversation, easier. I usually start I think crying. I cultural on what you... No. Like, I think that's somewhat of a cultural thing. Sorry, like, I, I grew up around a lot of Vietnamese people, and in their culture or whatever, like, it is just the expectation, you know, that, like, when your parents get old, like, they will live with you, and you will take care of them, and you're working as much, you know, to keep them comfortable as you're working, like, to provide for yourself, whereas we have almost the opposite situation, you know, like, mm-hmm. our parents feel bad if they have to, like, move into their home, you know, if they get old and sick and whatnot, like, it's just a completely, like, different scenario. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Amber, yeah. I'm really glad that you brought that up about that. You know, I I don't have a car. I live in it. I don't know. Two kids. Oh, it's turtle. And I have to walk eight blocks with my two kids um, to get groceries. It's quite an excursion. I can't tell you how many times I've just gone. Well, somebody like in the dead of winter. You know, I've got my four-year-old and I've got my eight-year-old and we're all loaded up with groceries walking back and I'm just going, somebody fucking stop. Like, seriously. Yeah. And, like, like so I'm actually really glad that you did that and because um, I can't, I can't even tell you. If you live near me, you can always just call me. Um, and I would no, you, but we don't happen. live in Sorry. It's quite a distance, but uh, <laughs> yeah, when I see old people, I definitely always try to help them, whether it's crossing the street or putting their four-wheeler uh, walker thingy back together after uh-huh. you, you go off the sidewalk and it just totally dismantles because whoever put it together in the first place and sold it to you never tightened anything up. So I saw this old dude go off the sidewalk and this whole fucking thing fell apart in the middle of the road. Uh-huh. It was like so fucked up, dude. Oh, hey, I people just and dogs and babies, so, though. they just gotta be. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, turtle fuck is on. So there you go. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Sorry about that. Welcome, man. Ahmad. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're on. We made it through. That's cool. Yeah. Sorry about that. I just, I would, I just wanted to know who you were. That's all. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Who yeah. are you? Esther of many disguises. Ah. Uh, Hi, everybody. Shut the fuck Is John still, is John on? John, are you still there? What's going on? Did we lose John? Is Kahuna no, there? Hey, can I say, on. can I say hi to my hero, Canadian Glenn? Yeah, you can, yeah, you can talk here. to your hero. Oh, Sorry, cut you off right there, dude. That's cool. Yeah, that's alright. I'm not tripping. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll give you a back rub. We'll be, we'll be good. I'm gonna hold <laughs> you to it, though. Fuck that. And now it's logged on there. Turn off lights. I'm down. How, how do they prevent, um, Audio spaghetti uh, professional uh, radio slash media wub. Is there like a delay, like a delay software they use or something? They got a delay and shit, yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's, there has to be because um, it's very hard to tell when you're, you know, when you're on the radio with, you know, multiple people how to, you know, who's going to speak next and, and interrupting people is, is Mm-hmm. Always makes me feel lousy, uh, you know. And so it's it's always. And then there's you get in that danger if you're doing radio of like that awkward silence. Um, right. Well, the awkward silence and, is the respect. So I don't take yeah. that as odd. And the talking over everybody is just like the excitement. And and uh-huh. we definitely all have to get our uh, grooves on or. I don't know, find our fucking goddamn these planes or whatever. Um, I don't know what the fucking word I'm looking for because I'm high as fuck, but <laughs> as I've been doing more and more of these shows, I've been building a better, uh, what the fuck's the word I'm looking for? 
Well, yeah, with people though, I'm connecting better with people. I'm like I'm starting to feel them out better, reacting to their to their sentences better. Like I know when they're about to finish, and then I can start, and that whole mm-hmm. thing's working out. I think <clears> like I know when Emerald is about to moan. on right now. What's that? Uh, I think we found Javab. I don't know. Oh, he called in. Mm-hmm. Nice. Brother J, brother J, brother J. He was on a hell of a rant earlier. I don't know if you guys listened to that, but his show earlier was fucking fantastic. Yeah, I listened to it. I was in chat. I'm telling you, people sleep on that show, and it is fucking brilliant. Uh, Who's sleeping on the J Love Power Hours? Seriously, I don't know. It's It's fucking hilarious every time. But he was particularly convicted this evening. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. He was indeed. Spoke some truth as well. But, uh, Yo, yeah. I want to give a shout out to Puppy for smashing his headset over a fucking game. <laughs> like in a game like this. <laughs> my friend, can you hear me, my yeah. friend? My friend. Hello, my Hello. friend. What happened? Who like, that? what happened? I mean, was it on a raid or something like that? My friend, I am trying to get a hitchhiking ride to the universe. <laughs> <laughs> no, somebody call them a Canadian. Somebody call them a Canadian. My friend, I am hitchhiking in the universe. Where is that girl? I am hitchhiking. What? <laughs> My friend, I am the hitchhiker's guide to the universe. I am hitchhiking with that girl. She told me she is carrying a gun, and I want to want to if she can me and can get gun people together. <laughs> I let me hitchhiker's guide to the universe, my girl. Well, <laughs> that's a good book. Where is the no, girl? I, had... I am calling to. I am calling to hitchhike with the girl. Is the girl on the airwaves? Yeah. <laughs> there is a be. couple, but I don't know. I don't know. Are you going to hitchhike? With, I am the guide of hitchhiking. I can show you how to hitchhike from here to Himalaya. Do you want to come see me? Don't panic. No. <laughs> Why do you know that want to come see me? You need to hitchhike and come see me. But forget the gun you are hiding. <laughs> Look, and I've already had one guy from Saudi Arabia ask me that. No, that's all right. I am going to hitchhike to you. No. Oh, my God. I am on the bus hitchhiking. I am on the bus. The bus driver is not stopping for me. I had to run in front of it. Then he stopped. He asked me what I'm doing. I said, I'm hitchhiking to your house. <laughs> I'm moving. I'm moving. Get out of the area. Go into the radar quickly. <laughs> Why are you not hitchhiking? I am the guide of hitchhiking. I can show you how to hitchhike from here to Mars. <laughs> I would never hire Dallas <laughs> Just don't ask me to get a hitchhike. I'd probably kill you. <laughs> oh, Auntie. Anywhere. Auntie, I just, I just got your DM. I'm sorry, I didn't answer. Oh, oh no um, worries. The, uh, cool. the, the, it gets all so confusing. <laughs> I thought that was just how we that was. But uh, you're absolutely right. Um, Auntie had uh, DM'd me earlier, and one of his statements was, being a parent has to be the hardest job in the world and the most important, and it seems to be devalued in today's crazy-ass world. 
but like, and it's true. Like, um, some people just have no idea what being a parent is really mm-hmm. like. I mean, Kelly, you, yeah. you know, yeah. um, we literally do, we literally kill ourselves for our kids. Oh, and yeah. we'll do anything possible mm-hmm. to make sure that they're happy. You're hitchhiking for your funds because it does not seem like you are hitchhiking for your funds. No, I don't. I, I, I'm not a hitchhiker. No. But I, I used to pick up hitchhikers, but I don't hitchhike. But you are not picking me up. I am on a bus hitchhiking to your house. <laughs> You living in Canada, next to Canadian Glen, I am coming. (laughs) No. Yeah, that's right. I'm not a Canadian. I am. Go to Glen's house. No, Glen do not want me to come to him. He tell me I am stinking of curry. He said, do not come to my house. Go to her house. (laughs) I think I go ask her house. I smell like incense and curry. (laughs) That's great. No. Yeah, go find Canadian Glenn because he's on the other side of the country. And I think Glenn would like for you to hump his leg. <coughs> Glenn, would you like that? Yeah? I am, I am huh? understanding the Chinese man. The Chinese man told me he do not put curry in my chicken. I am kicking his ass if I do not get curry. What is this <laughs> bullshit? I am calling. I will. He, he is this motherfucker right now. He is hitchhiking on a bicycle. You are hitchhiking on a bike? Oh my fucking god! Come here, my friend. Come. <laughs> no, m- m- my friend, my friend. How much do I have for you? Yeah. Please don't be so funny. Excuse me. Ten twenty-five. Oh my god! He told me ten twenty-five. That sounds like a bomb code. Are you bombing? Oh, my God. I want you to <laughs> this girl house. You hear me? I want you to jump on your bicycle and hitchhike to her. Say, say hi from hi from Jade Garden. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I am telling you, the Chinese man said hi. Hi, man. Hi. That was messed up, guys. Who? This is Jay, and I want to know who let that Indian dude and that Chinese nigga in my house. Why is people using my cell phone and calling radio shows and ordering <laughs> Chinese food at the same time? Oh, my God. J-Rob, I love your voice. Can you just talk to me, like, every night before bed? Please. I am practicing abstinence. I don't think I can. No, you don't have to do anything other than just talk to me. I don't, you could read from the fucking dictionary, dude. I don't care. And um, who and um, who, who's with some sleeping suit? Amarella. Oh, hi. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing excellent now that the Indians really ordered me some Chinese food. It's kind of a contradiction going on, but hey. <laughs> 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 How did, how did you regulate your energy so quickly? Because you were oscillating on your show, and now you sound back to your smoothest butter self. 
<laughs> so as going butter. back to what you were talking uh, about on your show, is that like some tantric shit, like meditation? You go to the shrine, you send the next door neighbors. How, like, how do you get back to that sort of baseline chill? Because I have a hard time doing that. If I get worked up, you know, then I'm worked up. Like I get, you know, the vein popping out of the neck, the temple going, you know, <laughs> and like all that shit. Um, basically, it, <laughs> you know what that? I drink a lot of milk. It does the body good. That was that was all fun to say. I don't know, but um, usually it, it does take a lot after um. I do my rituals. I'm not going to lie to you. After that, give me like 20 minutes and I'm back to normal. Nice. I, th- I mean, that, I mean, I know, I know, like, you know, what you talk about on the show, you know, is like some shit, but some, you know, the, the, uh, um, the, uh, you know, the, Chakras and stuff. I believe in some of that Ayurvedic old. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely um, into that, man. It's like, it's like, all right. If you know me, like face to face, or you was one of my neighbors, you would never notice. You would never fucking know it. I wouldn't, I would not even mention that shit to you. And even if you have some form of idea and you ask me about it, I would tell you like, I don't know what you're talking about. But um, it's because I'm able to get away with it, like on this and this internet, especially with the talk shows, but. It's definitely something that I was born into with my family, and um, it's a bunch of like, you know, I don't want to get back into my show, but like I said, it's a bunch of esoteric and metaphysics and a bunch of other stuff that you, you know, actually is out there. No one gets into, but hey, like I said, I don't want, I don't want to transform your show into mine, brother. Right now, I'm trying to go warm this goddamn Chinese food up because this nigga ain't did a good job for me. He he got it hot, but um, I like to microwave it just to kill any pathogens that came along with it. <laughs> the ran the random MSG packages. <laughs> you never know, bro. bro. I know my mom is asking me asking me the same shit. She's like, damn, so if you just order the Chinese food, I said I know it's piping hot, but if you put it in a microwave and then nucify that shit for like a minute and five seconds, it's gonna kill whatever pathogens emerge from the Chinese eye. You know what? You know, I'm not gonna say that about the Chinese man because I'm about to eat right now. I don't want to kill myself. I, I'm gonna self mute um into that chick who I was speaking to earlier. Your voice is awesome, also, baby. It sounds like you're an angel in the snow playing a harp for J-Bab. Oh, that was so nice. Thank Aww. you. We can just like that, sit there and talk to each other. That'd be that'd be cool. That was a food safety tip. Is this the one that was gonna hump Glenn's leg? Yeah. No, that was the Indian dude. That was the Indian dude. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers. That Indian nigga owed me. Nigga came to my house. Then right. I should smell like curry and then dip with the, with the Chinese man. But thank God the Chinese man had the food. Okay, so we got Kahuna back on. What's up? Welcome back. Welcome back. So, John, what, what is, how has life been since you've been out, man? Been, I mean, have you been able to get back in the, in, you know, in the groove, or has it been tough? And if you don't, um, it all just coming to fuck up. 
I think it was a little more difficult than I expected. I guess you kind of make all these plans and then you realize that everything falls through and you just, you just kind of readapt and figure shit out. Right on. Well, I, I bet it is. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine. Uh, but uh, uh, I mentioned in chat, uh, you know, thanks for all, for all you've done and, and take one on the chin and, uh, you know, to say that voice to voice. I mean, yeah, it's just it's what it is. What else are you going to do? You just do what you got to do and you, you roll with it, you know? Well, you could be taboo. Yeah, well, anybody could have, but most of us aren't pieces of shit. Right on. Word. John, that was the greatest statement ever. <laughs> is uh, is Smoker still in, in the smoking lounge? <laughs> Smoker, I don't think so. Smoker is temporarily <laughs> left the building. The the co-host is left. Oh, he says he's uh, He probably accidentally muted himself and doesn't realize it. (laughs) I don't even. What is everybody up to tonight on a Friday night after a long week of work? Unless you're in the food service industry and you're still working. Oh, I'm excited because Friday's my kids are actually day, gone for like four days. <laughs> so wait, what's oh, all that shit. Next? Kelly's about to get crazy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, right. I live in a town where there's horse parking. I live with, <laughs> like, there's Mennonites all around. I'm surrounded by farm and no. Did you say Mennonite? Yeah, Mennonites, you know. Wow. Horse and carriage. Yeah. Yeah, there's we have one pub here, and there's horse parking, like, at the hospital, at the grocery store. It's, yeah, it's awesome. So is there, like, <laughs> Mennonite unpainted furniture? Stuff? Say that again. You know how, is there, like, Mennonite unpainted furniture uh, barns and stuff, like, in, in Amish country? You know, there's, like, Amish unpainted furniture. <laughs> Yeah, outside of town there is. It's all surrounded. I think there's probably, I live in a town, I think maybe there's three or 4,000 here. So just, but um, there's permanent uh, horse parking at um, at the hospital because they have their own physician and stuff that they use for everything. And uh, yeah, you can, you're allowed to own a horse in town. Yeah, it's now, like... Did you, did you grow up in this house? I did, did not. Uh, no, I didn't. No, no, no. I was born in, in northern Ontario. And then um, I grew up in a town called um, Owen Sound. It's right on the Great Lakes. Um, I just came here after a year ago. Oh, that's exciting. I have to share that. Um, when I left my ex, which is my, everybody, I have to say this, my one-year anniversary of getting out of my fucking hellhole uh, life is coming up on the 14th, and I am so fucking excited. What is that, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday? Like, one year ago, I said, that's enough, I'm out of here, and packed my shit, called, Mm -hmm. you know, and left. 
so I'm super yeah, excited. Yeah, you. That's, that's, yeah. uh, that's, not, that's not as easy, again, as a lot of people think. No, it took me years, and I actually left twice. And, you know, but he was, he's a connive, like, he is the worst kind of evil. And if, like, um, yeah, like, I tried different things before to leave. Like, I opened up a bank account. Like, every time I tried to do these different things, like, get stuff together or whatever, like, he literally had my phone tracked. He was tracking my mileage. I wasn't allowed, I was only allowed to to go to certain places and um, stuff like that. So he would snoop in my personal belongings and, and things like that. So it was really hard just because he was so suspicious of everything. And What's so it was really, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, this town is just a, a temporary stop for me. It's on my sister lives here, and I stayed with her when I left. So. Um, cool. Right yeah. on. So you're with family. That's that's a no. solid foundation. Well, I stayed with her for I don't know about three months, and then I found my own place with my kids because it was just. You know, she's got her family. I've got my family. We were on top of each other. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um, exactly. yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah, as it should be. Right. And so here I am for a little while until things are settled through court and everything like that. A couple of months more, maybe. And then, um, you know, so this is just temporary, I guess. But, yeah. So Well, good for you. And, yeah, uh, thanks. Yeah. You definitely, you know, have have people support for sure. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Cactus in the house after dark. Yeah. And quick rundown. We have Ann Cap Alec, co-host up, buddy? of Third, Third Rail Radio. Uh, <laughs> what, what did I, I think this? The uh, the board extraordinaire, Amarella, Gingerella, yeah. a triple entendre, Mr. Canadian Glenn. <laughs> I don't uh, think Canadian uh, Glenn's on the on the floor right now, but um, he he's he's muted. Don't worry, he's just listening. He's lurking around. Um, we do have uh, Coach Bourbon. We also have uh, Smoker still on the air. Uh, gosh, we have also um, Kahuna, and we have you on, you know. <laughs> Me? I thought, I thought I was in the discussion. Okay, let's line hey, this up a little bit. I had a question for, like, everybody. Shoot. Shoot. Um, <laughs> where... Is the most. I want to say the way to describe it. Um, the most out of your element environment you've ever been in. Like if you've ever been to like a foreign country or just somewhere that you just felt like completely thrown into something you're not familiar with, but you still felt comfortable and you enjoyed yourself. Prison. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, that's, that's not fair. Right there. He just 
just saying. You you just won. (laughs) (laughs) How do you call that act? Uh, uh, yeah. That's it. Topic closed. I said that's it. Topic closed. Like that. That was a great, (laughs) great answer. Yeah. Was it like the routine of it? Like where you didn't even have to like think, just knew what you're gonna do. And it. I mean, and it's not odd. You know. Um. No, I think you just get used to it after a little while. Make a routine yourself figure out what you want to do with your time to occupy it and try and uh, just try and figure out activities that, that are productive to take up your day. Like I studied most of the day. I studied math a lot and read a lot of books and shit. So worked out a couple hours a day. It was just a matter of trying to figure out how to kill the time but not waste it, I guess. Were you able yeah, to take okay. courses and things like that? Um, no, I, I taught myself mostly. Uh, I had a guy that I was really good friends with that was a math major, so uh, I okay. taught myself calculus and was wow. working on differential equations when I left. So really? just uh, Yeah, I'd order textbooks and then just sit down with them and work on them. I was studying like three, four hours a day. Do they let you do things like uh, attend like co- courses and, and whatnot, or do you just do it completely... Yeah. Keep busy. Oh, you can. It's like a fucking bureaucratic nightmare trying to get the shit. You got like twelve people to sign off on it, and it's just a hassle. But if you really want to and you're motivated to do it, you can get it set up that way. Mm-hmm. It's really not okay. designed to help you improve yourself. I'm gonna go ahead and ask the inappropriate question. Did you and Sarah have any conjugal visits or anything? No. No, you not in the feds. Oh, damn. Yeah, it sucks. That seems cruel and unusual. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. great. Very much so. Like, you yeah, have, like, the, this... I mean, it seems like it would also encourage uh, violent behavior to not have okay. that outlet. You know? I mean, it yeah, like I mean, I guess you can do it, like, release the tension yourself. Well, states that do have lower rates of violence, too. Yeah, I would imagine. Really? Oh, man. Shit. Yeah, I can't, I couldn't fathom. My roommate was, like, fucking 275 fucking huge dude. I, I would just, I just couldn't do it, you know? So the <laughs> conjugal visit would be all, uh, you know, all I would depend upon. I mean, I can get grumpy. You know, it happened. But no, in all seriousness, I, I, I think that's, uh, that's like one of those punitive things the Fed, you know, used to, to make the whole thing, um, you know, even scarier than it already is. I think that's the goal. Yeah. Probably so. Um, okay, okay, so General, what was the most difficult thing that you had to deal with while you were in prison? Like, what was the most challenging? Or... Uh, probably just boredom. Yeah. Um, is there different um, 
groups like is there a way is there like a chain of command like uh, where you were like or um I've heard like I've got I've had family that have been to jail and whatnot and they tell me like you know it's there's a pecking order there's and you have to figure it out was there was it anything like that for you or I mean yeah there is um you kind of just uh it's kind of just its own thing though if you're not a part of it it doesn't really matter Mm. I see. That was a good question. I kind of just, just did my own thing. Yeah, I kind of figured that. Um, so you like don't, you can't stay aloof, aloof of that of, of you know kind of the the more uh, sort of uh, media view of prison. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends where you're at as to whether or not that's accurate. Yeah. Now, I mean, being a cerebral dude, um, I mean, I, is part of the prison is, you know, you see a counselor and stuff like that. So are they conducive uh, to to your interest to, you know, learning calculus and, and studying differential equations and, uh, you know, enriching yourself? Um, or was it sort of an indifference? I mean, I think, I don't know, I guess it's a weird thing to say, but I think it was probably one of the best things that's ever happened, to me, at least. Yeah, well, I mean, I I, I think, uh, I mean, you can make uh, the worst or the best out of anything. I mean, it's certainly a life-changing, profound experience, um, as many experiences that, that cause, like, pain and trauma. Uh, and and are indelible are um, but I mean I fucking I think it's noble to look at it as a as a silver lining type thing. Um, you know, what else can you do exactly? Uh, but, I mean, there's uh, a lot of you can do. I think most people do the opposite. But well, that's I mean that's that's pretty self-destructive. It's not. Uh, it, 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 I mean, especially if you have a mind like yours, it's not really. Uh, it, it's, it doesn't have like the group's best interest at heart. I don't think. No, yeah, I agree. To go that way, um, yeah, it's easy to go that way. I would imagine. Um, but yeah. But uh, I, no, I, I'm I not to make. Oh, no, all good. Go ahead. Um. Uh, Dylan, not to make light of anything that you went through or being in prison or anything, but if I ever end up going to prison, I think I'd probably hope for the whole orange is the new black scenario. All right, we're going to go ahead and, uh, we're going to go ahead and get Bo on the line, so. Nigga, what she asked you just near was, was, did you drop the soap, nigga? No, I did no, not. Man, I was I was right on that one. I did not. <laughs> but I would probably drop this out. I'm not gonna lie. I wish you would drop the soap, but that's another story. Um, the day when I dropped the soap, I just left that shit right there because I wasn't gonna pick that up. You pick that up, niggas gonna be looking at their Peters like I'm not getting a Peter watching. They were like, come on. <laughs> Uh, 
first and foremost, uh, <clears throat> sorry, I, I want to interrupt. Oh shit! Sorry, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I fucked up. I fucked up. It's all. It's all good. Fired. Fired. <laughs> really, really ridiculous. How is everybody tonight? Who's saying I don't like it? Fuck this in the background. I have no idea. It's not a turtle. <laughs> I think it may be somebody's TV or some shit like that. There's been some weird, like, be. random background noise. I think so. It must so, be uh, turtle fuck, um, uh, like, I don't know, a few minutes into the chat, uh, brought the, uh, um, the Italian hacking team, um, topic. And, oh, and good God. I, I would love to pick some minds here. Um, that we have here about that topic. Um, Hacking you know, team. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. About what? Wait, um, say that again. I didn't catch what you said. Hacking team. Um, Hacking team. Um, an Italian oh, right. company that, you know, was marketing. Um, um, well, uh, Turtlefuck, go ahead, man. What's the Hacking owned. Team? What is hacking? They sure they okay. Here's my thought. They had an awful lot of porn. Thank you for the new library, by the way, hacking team. Thank you. <laughs> uh, 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 the only thing I can hack is a fucking hacking sack. So I have very little insight on all of it. <laughs> well, that's that's the only thing I have to say is yeah, they sure. Is had anybody going to go to jail for this shit? I mean, WikiLeaks has got a searchable database of over one million emails. Is anybody going to go to jail? That's the question. Does anybody ever fucking go to jail for this bullshit? Mm-mm. No. You know? In Italy? No. United States? Anywhere? No. Forgive me, I'm drunk. I got to fucking my voice. No. No, it, 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 it sounds it, good they, on this side. They most likely won't, right? Because they sold to the right people, uh, or I mean, the wrong people. But I mean, the right people to not go to jail. Um, I mean, but mm-hmm. like one of you guys tell me, will they ever work in this industry again? You know, is there going to be no uh, a new color hat? Like, what the fuck? Like, I mean, the cynical side of me says, well, if you deal with thieves, expect to get robbed, right? They're hackers. They made, you know, hardware, software that, you know, stole people's stuff and, and could intercept, you know, waves. Um, so it's like, is that that to be? Is that unexpected? I think they sh- should have been a little expected bit more. Them. I mean, there, there, there are international sanctions against dealing with these these entities and governments that these people have been dealing with. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's clear violation of law. I mean, there's no question about it. You know, I mean, they're dealing with Indonesia. I mean, they're dealing with people on the United Nations terrorists. I, I don't know. Forgive me, man. I'm drunk. I'm going to shut up. You guys talk. I'm going to no, hang no. up. I mean, that's kind of my point. They advertise themselves as black hat hackers who, who managed to sell a viable semi-legal product for quite a while and obviously attract a ton of, of high-level uh, both government and contract type agencies, um, uh, but 
expect to get hacked. Is right. That, like, is that wrong? And nobody's claiming responsibility for this. This is a big deal. No, no Guardians of Peace. No North Korea. Now, right. is that uh, Turtle Fox that's talking? So nobody's claiming claiming responsibility for the breach of of hack team. Right. Somebody has suggested China, and I think they were joking. But then um, I had made the comment there that um, actually a few a few of us had made the had agreed that you know what they were able to go undetected for there's a hacking group in China that was able to go undetected for um, over a year. And then they were being tracked by every government agency and they popped up about a month ago and uh, released a bunch of uh, information sort of out of nowhere and caught everybody off guard. And it was like, what the fuck? So whatever, um, it could have been anybody. And I don't, I think it's all speculation really at this point. But yeah, that's interesting um, that nobody's uh, claimed responsibility for uh, um, for that breach. Because I mean, I mean that's a fucking that's that's a big that's a whopper. Um, I think. And uh, I'm sorry, you, I didn't mean to cut you. in the in the uh, chat room just said uh, the hacking team is is nothing but a Stratfor with less structure. Um, but right. I think Stratfor was actually a client of hacking team. Uh, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I think they were on the list to get to, to do business with them uh, in the upcoming spring. Uh, so I mean, they they found a niche market for the uh, you know for for the tools they sold. And the second the second part of the quandary is um, um, I've, you know I've seen it suggested that the uh, that the New York Stock Exchange and the yeah. United Airlines um, not function or glitch or whatever you want to call it uh, may have actually been um, a hack performed with uh, yeah Greece fell yeah. the Chinese market crashed and then 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 they 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 did what they had to do I mean mm-hmm. there's a clear chain of events right there I mean Greece mm-hmm. voted no. Overnight, yep. Chinese markets dropped freaking 16,000 yen or whatever the hell it is, and then the New York Stock, you know. I mean, yeah. there's a plausible deniability there as far as a hack goes. It looks like damage control to me. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, and it's fascinating, too, that it was the, the New York Stock Exchange that happened to hold all the securities that China would have loved to fucking short, um, uh, you know, due to their uh, liquidity crisis, um, I saw a funny article that uh, you know satirically suggested that uh, Chinese traders who had been arrested for longing the market were being allowed to sh- short it from prison. Um, on the other side, obviously, it hasn't happened. Um, it's crazy that the American the American market can stabilize so quickly. Um, after an event like that, like I find that unnatural. Yeah, yeah. Okay, can I interrupt for a minute? I'm self-muting because the baby is awake, and God forbid anybody hear my baby. <laughs> I think everybody here gets really turned on with your baby talk. <laughs> um, well, it was not a very welcome interruption. I'll give you last my number. Night. 
Okay. But I'll be right back. Okay, guys. Model must work. So, Dalek, what uh, what was that tune that Smoker, uh, did you find that tune that Smoker put on the list? I'll, uh, I'll made, go ahead made... and put it on right now in just a second or two. Sorry about that. Right on. Oh, no worries. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and uh, put that on right now. So, let's go ahead we'll and listen a little break, to grab a the White Buffalo. Oh, darling, what have I done? Live oh, on, uh, live on Third Row Radio. We'll be back. Darling, darling, what have I done? 
It's more Star Rail Radio. A call in now. A six four six nine two nine one four eight zero. Now your host, Antichrist seventy three and Encap Dalek. Monitor on. 
Little Miss Princess Piglet, so I can watch her as she sleeps. I've got the Duff playing on my um, my Voodoo. Um, I have a bottle of Moscato Viasi, some strawberries, cigars, and that is my Friday night and BTR. So, all you wonderful boys, oh, you are my Friday night. That sounds like heaven. Cheers, and cheers to Vert. What'd you say? Yeah. Vert, is, Vert is saying cheers. Indeed. Oh, that, yeah. That always cheers to Vert. That motherfucker's always got a drink in his hand. I love it. <laughs> I think, Did someone uh, say that sounded I, like heaven? Your Friday night? Or that sounds it? amazing. Okay, now who's that? Uh, Coat Bourbon would be my Twitter handle. Coat Bourbon. Hello. Yo, yo, yo. Glad to be here, man. How are you tonight, man? Um, Very similar to what she described, in all fairness. (laughs) (laughs) Hanging out with a good six-pack of beer, like, watching some bull crap on the fucking TV. I'm catching up on fucking Key and Peele, like, I don't binge watch mm-hmm. shows, but I've been binge watching fucking Key and Peele because I think it's fucking hilarious. So. Fucking I don't doing that. Um, I actually bought a cigar and I wasn't really planning on lighting it, but since she brought that up, I'm like, you know what? This sounds like a great Friday night fucking activity since I don't feel like dealing with people face to face right now. And uh, yeah, give it up. It. No doubt. Right now, somebody I'm, who's in, in, in works a bar, you're in the industry. I mean, this has to be a nice, uh, you know, a nice break from that scene. Um, yeah, my night yeah. right now is at a fucking country club. It's kind of funny. Like somebody asked earlier, like, what's the environment that you're the most nervous about that ended up being like the most chill? Like. I'm so laid back, like, I have no filter. I say whatever the fuck, you know, like, floats through my fucking head or whatever. I'm like, these rich motherfuckers that are used to fucking, you know, being, like, pampered are going to fucking eat me apart for being this fucking way. But they respect the fuck out of it because they're used to people being so fucking fake to them. They're like, oh, my God, you're a real person. Like, I've been looking for this for such a long (laughs) fucking time. Like, I'm everyone's fucking favorite or whatever. Like, they fucking treat me like a motherfucking king and shit. Like, that's fucking wild. That's what I did tonight. I had a banquet of fucking 42. I got them all motherfucking hammered. I called, like, 10 fucking cats earlier. And I was out by, like, 1030 because they've all got bedtimes and shit. So, yeah, life's good. Yeah, that's a good night. 42? That's fucking tent, man. Yeah, I did it by myself. Like, I had a bus boy fucking in and out to, like, fucking carry shit and whatnot. But other than that, it was not a big thing. That's not really a big fucking group for me, in all fairness. Like, I'm used to doing Is he Hispanic? I actually, there's not a single Hispanic person. There's one cook who's Hispanic who's employed by this company. I (laughs) I don't believe believe you at all. Yeah. Wow. Man. And I'm not sure. all over the restaurant industry around here. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we do have a Hispanic population, a lot of them fucking cook foods. What the fuck ever, bus tables. There are no illegal Hispanics working in Donald Trump's kitchen. 
Well, um, I highly doubt it. I mean, this fucking, I think he's Puerto Rican, dude, that fucking works on our kitchen has been there for like 11 fucking years. So I'm pretty sure at this point he's at least got a green card, if not some citizenship shit going on. So, uh, I would beg to differ to Javet about illegal immigrants working at of Trump's kitchen. Well, he did close his Atlantic casino, so the probability has gone down. So I'm, I'm trying to be <laughs> ironically, ironically uh, anti-immigrant because I'm not really, but uh, um, you know, working in the restaurant industry, I mean, it's like I think you'd learn if there weren't immigrants. I mean, honestly, a lot of shit wouldn't get done. Um, uh, that uh, you know, everyday working people depend on getting done for them, um, including masculine mix and baby greens and all that shit. Um, so, uh, not to go on a tangent, but that's kind of the point. But, uh, yeah, yeah. There was a time in my life when I felt like the way Americans feel about immigrants was kind of, like, unique to this country or whatever. Like, one of the most eye-opening things about going overseas, like, every country has a group that they hate. It's not necessarily always the same fucking country. Like, I spent a lot of time in Denmark, and they motherfucking hate the Turks. Like, motherfucking hate the Turks. Like... I could not believe the way Americans go off about Mexicans whose English isn't, like, 100 fucking percent. Like, the shit they say about the Turks is ten times worse than the shit we fucking say about Mexicans. It's unbelievable to me because they have, like, this super peaceful, you know, like, no major class gap society where everybody just fucking gets along except for fucking Danes and Turks. Like, it is fucking warfare on the goddamn street. I, yeah, I don't know where the disconnect comes from, you know, between sort of the view that uh, uh, United Hey, guys, States I'm going to cut you guys off, but um, is that girl back? <laughs> what? So, Which one? Where's Emerell at? Yeah, What's I want to know if she's back because I just seen her photo and I got two things to tell her. First of all, where the fuck you been all goddamn Jay's life? And second of all, um, <laughs> have you ever, are you a practitioner of tantric sex and do you know what the hell is that? Speak to me. <laughs> um, I have been living in a willow tree. There you go. That's where I've been. Um, but anyways, uh, tantric sex, you know, I've never had the pleasure Never. You know what? It's great. No. It's great. About to fuck really? David's abstinence all the way up. <laughs> You're about to realize the spiritual power of what J-Love can do. I have to redact on my abstinence. I didn't realize what she was looking like. Um, and when I just did it, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, you know what? I got to go back and tell the transcript guys that you raised that at the damn um, show. You know, we were just actually, I'm glad you, uh, we were just talking about Denmark. Where is Primus Delina when you need her? That Denmark is like her her area. I told them love to meet her at some point. We could fucking shoot the shit about it. I spent four summers there teaching English or whatever to exchange really? students that would be coming here. Yeah. Like I almost feel more at home there than I do here, like I feel like you make some of your deepest connections, like, in high school and college and whatnot, particularly over the summer when you're not, like, taking classes. Like, 
I was overseas hanging out with fucking Danish kids. Like, you know, like, I feel like I have closer relationships with Danish kids than I do with most of my friends who live in the same fucking city that I do. Good is what it is. I'm fucking totally grateful to have had these experiences. Like, I witnessed the culture that is absolutely phenomenal and and changed, you know, like, my view on everything. Yeah. Still verbs. Sorry. It's like it's no hard to differentiate because I kind of you, you and Andy kind of sound similar, I think, or maybe that's just me. That's I don't interesting. Know. Um, I don't know. Who knows? But we're all from like, a similar like, part of the country. So. That compliment was fantastic. Thank you, darling. I think we lost him. Did we lose Javon? Me? Oh, no. Yeah, no. Now you ain't lose J Rab. Stop that. So you know she can't right now. You, I'm stuttering for her, babe. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> that that's very flattering. Thank you very much. All day, all day. I, I um, right now usually I'm a savant for words, but um, I'm kind of stuck. <laughs> You're Jay, a worse savant. Savant. Jay, I like that. Jay, Jay is really taken aback. Wow. wow. I think he's got himself can a little I get like a, Can I get, like, a Twitter award for this? I feel like you deserve one, better. for real. I feel, I feel <laughs> bad. Somebody get on their Photoshop machine to make this shit happen. <laughs> and before we pay, huh? No, I'm kidding. Well, it's on, it's on the permanent BTO ledger, so it could be put up for a shorty. There you go. <laughs> All right, there I got to meet again. I'll be back. All right, do work, Mama. But um, I think I'm actually gonna jump on off here unless anyone else says anything for me. No, nope, I'm guessing not. The... So, always a pleasure. Thank you guys for fucking having me. Thanks everybody for fucking hanging hey, out, you, making brother. third rail fucking fantastic. And uh, I'll be by from time to time. I'm probably not going to do another show until I would say maybe the first week of August or whatever. But uh, I'll try to drop in I on know, people from time to time. I, I know shit. you. I know you and Rebel are out there fucking betting golf like a couple of junkies. I know what's going on. Basically, that's pretty much what's happening. We're in cahoots too. Seriously, you guys like, I can't turn. spoil our fucking plot, but it's going to be out of control. Well, don't put it on the ledger. But, yo, know, it's great to hear from you, man. And uh, keep in touch, brother, man. All right. Night, everybody. Night, bro. And uh, oh, I know it's such a small world, uh, this little Twitterverse. But uh, uh cat, and I think I you know, met him completely independently. His handle um, was Coach Bourbon for a while. I think it's still pretty much Coach Bourbon. Um, and I, I always need a bourbon coach, so um, I immediately followed him. Um, yeah. And we, we got right? into a talk about that. Hell yeah. We got into a talk about yeah. some fucking old school bourbon from uh, a small town in Kentucky. So good cat to Hell follow. Yeah, dude. Uh, yes, bourbon does require a coach. And. Uh, Absolutely. Hey, real quick, can I interrupt? Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Please, um, I haven't you learned your lesson? <laughs> I know, right? Beat me. Put me in a corner. Um, 
I just got a tweet from uh, W.U. Data Soldier that he is on mute. Do we want to maybe bring him on? He's on mute? Oh, hell yeah. I put him... I thought I put him on. I'm right here, baby. Oh, yeah. Soldier, welcome, sir. I was on mute. Oh, man. Oh, that was Cindy was on mute, too. Good. Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Good. Good. We are so good. It's so good to hear from you. Yep, it's, uh, I got me in the room. I got another PSYOP soldier here. If you guys want to talk propaganda and PSYOP, if you want to talk about Kim Trails, we got it right. Um, and then I also have Stacy Tekarko from Fruitberry Brown sitting outside smoking a smoke right now. Well, I, you know what I would love to talk to you about, uh, Soldier, is uh, hacking. What do you want to know? What's up? Uh, Stacy Tekarko. Hey, Contracts with all these uh, uh, government security firms um, and private security firms. Uh, what about starting there? Hold on a sec. So I looked through the dump and I was looking at the. Uh, in the dump, you have the different. Um, they, like all of their accounting shit is on there. When I was looking at that, I was looking specifically for any instances. They they did a pretty good job of keeping their bookkeeping so you could see what they hired for. So I was looking at some of the banks that were using their shit. And in the accounting things, they went specifically like, okay, this bank uh, hired the hacking team for mm-hmm. penetration testing or for product security, for product hardening, or such and such. I haven't yet found an instance where a private company was hired by them for offensive security. The company did a lot of different shit, right? So they would go in, they'd pen test your shit. They'd go in, they'd see if your product was secure. All that shit's above the board, right? Everybody can do that. The real special thing they did was when they occasionally provided zero days to governments and shit, right? That's the thing everybody cares about. I haven't found an instance yet, and believe me, I'll fucking put it on blast if I do. I haven't found an instance yet where a private company used them to hack somebody. And as soon as I can find evidence of it, I'll let somebody know. Right on. And, and what about the government using them? To, to... I want my best to be hiring good pen testers. And if that's what they did, that's cool. Uh, so I'm down with that. I'm down with the banks hiring good pen testers to help them. Um, but I don't think we see any of them. That, that's like how how uh, security software and protocols evolves, right, uh, through good pen testing. Yeah, that's what I want banks to be doing. I'd rather they fucking hire a bunch of hackers to hack their shit before they get hacked by the bad guys and I lose all my money. Hey, Wu, yeah. I got a quick um, hacking question for you. When a, does a good pen tester always need to deploy Dratus before he does any of the thing? Say again? I said there's a good... Pen tester needs to deploy traitors before he does any other thing. Traitors? I I don't get the question, and I'm not a pen tester. Traitors, traitors, whatever they call that shit. I don't know. I'm not a pen tester, and I don't. Are you talking about traitors, as in somebody no, who? No, traitors, traitors, like like D R. I don't know, D R I A S or some shit like that. Yeah, traitors, uh, traitors, a traitor. You know. 
Yeah, so just I, good, I don't, I'm not a pen tester. I mean, I'm, oh, I'm just a fucking, I'm just an analyst on the Middle East shit. Okay, it's a, um, all right, thank you, bro. All the, all the hacking shit. I just, I just fucking know a bunch of hackers. That's about it. How about that? Any hot female black hats? Never heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> Quit laughing, Stacey. Asking for a friend. <laughs> right. Hey, Stacy. Back to uh, uh, hat company, right? So they're an Italian company. I think the first time I ever heard of them, I googled. Uh, I was googling pi- the pineapple, uh, and from what the hack five or hacks or whatever. Because um, I was interested in, you know, just how it worked and stuff. And uh, they were, like, sitting down the list, and they were making, they had made something. Go ahead, sorry, man. No, no worries. They had made something um, after uh, um, that journalist crashed his Mercedes, apparently, into a tree, Michael Hastings. Michael Hastings. Uh, yeah. Um they had they had put on a demonstration. I don't know if it was a death Club or where it was. Um, uh, but where they demonstrated that they had made a, uh, a a piece of hardware that could easily be that could easily hack a car through its Bluetooth radio system. Uh, yeah, I think that was one of their chip. Yeah, I think that was yeah, Black Hat one of the chip put on that demonstration. So the way their shit works. The way their shit worked, we're just coming on the drink, Joe. The way their shit worked was, uh, was, was you would, if you were like a, a client that was paying for that offensive bullshit, you would, like if you were the, if you were the um, FBI or another government somewhere, you would pay for access to this fucking, to this fucking website. This website, you would be able to, to like pick your target and pick an exploit you were going to use against that target. And they promised at least zero, three zero-day vulnerabilities would always be available on the website at a given time. Um, so if I'm the FBI and I'm picking a target, I've got it. I've got him figured out. I know what his computer is. I'm going to pick the flash zero-day exploit, and I'm going to use spear phishing to get him. And they'll roll that all up. It's kind of like a metasploit, but with some zero-days in there a little bit. Just a point-and-click type shit so people that don't know anything about technology can use it. And right. they'll right. like a in the thing or on the website as if, I guess that was a browser exploit. And when the bad guy or you know whoever the target is, the target hits the website, they get infected, and then the FBI can monitor it. The real interesting shit is I haven't I haven't seen proof of this looking to the dump yet. But some of the real interesting shit I've seen was uh, in one of I think it was a motherboard article that came out uh, right after the hack says that uh, all of the hacks were fingerprinted. So so say so say I use the hacking team to hack somebody, whatever it is. Uh, say I use it to hack a jihadist overseas, right? On that on that jihadist computer is not only going to be like evidence that I hacked them, but also some fingerprint that's going to identify which customer the hacking team did it. That's going to be super interesting because say say the FBI used it to hack me right? I could go through with computer forensics, find that fingerprint once I see it in the dump when, when we get there as far as going through the 400 fucking gigabytes. 
once we uh, once we figure out where those customer fingerprints are, we'll be able to go back through and see who was hacked by the hacking team and which client asked for it. So I'll be, we'll be able to say with Definity whether or not the FBI used the hacking team to hack you. That's going to be fun. So are, you a, are you a forensic uh, uh, IT person? Like, I mean, that's... Me? That's, no, that's I don't do anything IT. I don't do anything IT. I never hack. Bro, can I just kidnap you so I can have all the information about hackers, man? Because you sound like you know what you're talking about, for real. Oh, shit. Promise. Yeah, it's definitely. I'm going to stay on a clear line, bro. Glenn has to sneak through the border. Glenn has to go through the, uh, <laughs> over the Mississippi. But, I'm just uh, a soldier in the Army. That's as spooky as I get. You want to talk about so, so, chemtrails? I got you covered. So, this Italian hack outfit, they, uh, so they had, they had graduated from selling boxes that intercepted Wi Fi signals, uh, obviously, um, to selling basically software, which is a much more lucrative, lucrative market. It's more like, it's more like they had this, they had, so just like your standard, your standard InfoSec companies that have the option of like, Hey, if you give us if you give us your software, we'll test it. We'll see if we can break it, and we'll tell you how we broke it. Hey, if you want, we'll go to your headquarters and see if we can breach the perimeter and fucking take all your shit, and we'll tell you how we did it. That's the kind but of shit. There seems to be an offensive element to it as well, right? There is an offensive uh, element because of like building in back doors and and, and exploits. Absolutely. I mean, to the point where even their own stuff was exploitable. Yeah, absolutely. And then it looks so. Again, I'm looking real hard through their uh, through their financial records to see if I can prove that any private company ever hired them to do offensive penetration like that. As far as I can tell, so far, and the jury isn't out yet, but as far as I can tell, so far, it was only governments they did that with. I haven't pulled the full list together. I'm still working on it. Uh, it's just a whole bunch of bullshit as far as trying to get that shit working, but. Eventually, we'll be able to see exactly who hired them to do offensive, go-hack-somebody-for-me missions. And once we know that, fucking shit's going to rain, bro. It's going to be fun. Um, Wait, so I, so I, I am back, and uh, uh, I'm going to need to get a few more people on. Uh, I'll go ahead and get you guys uh, and see what's up. And then, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and screen calls. Have fun with that. And I'm also back, sorry. My uh, my computer was about to die. <laughs> oh well. No worries, my brother. Did you get it plugged yeah. in? Yeah, I did. Yeah, hey, I can't see the uh, chat room for whatever reason. I don't know what's going on. Um, so maybe saying shit in the chat room just forward it up. Just slam the refresh button like fifty times. It usually works. <laughs> I might imagine I'm not really trusting Flash right now, so that's probably what's up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't either if I were you. Um, no, that machine I don't think and, has that flash disabled. So it's probably the question about this Italian hack team that they they had designed um, a piece of malware um, for injection. Of, I forgive me for not knowing the, the nomenclature. I'm, I'm a layman, but that that actually was specifically designed to put child pornography on somebody's hard drive or even their you know, seen, seen that I haven't found it in the dump myself so I'm not I'm not super comfortable that it isn't just a malicious internet rumor 
Like once in a while, I'll say something about it. But right now, I just right saw on. a screen. That I don't know whether some asshole just wrote a little script. Because that's really fucking blatant, man. And you see those screenshots? The screenshots say, like, childporno.mpeg. You're like, come on. You think you'd be a little bit more surreptitious with it. So I don't know whether right. I'm looking at somebody just trying to play games to, like, to fuck with them even more. Or whether that's real. When I see it in the code, I'll tell you. But right now, I don't see it. So as soon as I see it, I'll say something. Right on. Well, I'm, and I'm glad I asked because uh, yeah, that uh, that was that would certainly be a nasty nasty little trick. Oh yeah, man, it's gonna be fucking insane if it turns out to be true. But we gotta we gotta put a thinking caps on it, not fucking not just jump the gun, right? Just because I see a screenshot, and that's everything you see on the internet in real, right? So let's fucking mm-hmm. let's actually make sure it's real before we start fucking calling them. Absolutely. Child pornographers for the fucking CIA. It might be true, but let's fucking let's get the evidence from the fucking horse's mouth before we start believing screenshots on Twitter. Yeah, on the on the internet, it's uh, I think it's safe to assume that everything's a lie and everybody's a psycho until you shake their hands or have it triple corroborated. Yep, exactly. It's all bullshit. So what's up with your friend? How are you, how is he doing? Good, man. How are you doing? He's doing good. Good, good man. Welcome. You want to ask him? And, you have, uh, and you're in the company of Free BB, Free Bear Brown? Uh, she's outside. Um, it's doing good. I don't know. Bear Brown, I think she went to the whole... A couple, uh, a couple of days ago, I guess he got caught with uh, some booze in his locker, and so they threw him in solitary, uh, which sucks. Um, yeah, something in there. I don't. So I don't know what's going on with him. Um, it is what it is. I, I don't know. It sucks. Just don't fucking keep booze in your locker. I guess I don't know. Not that I wouldn't. Seriously, if I were in prison, I'd have fucking booze in my locker. Fair enough. So, uh, I was, I was, uh, summer's going well. I just want to yeah, say, Beta, it is so great to hear your voice. Yeah. I just wanted to say, Beta, it is so great to hear your voice. I'm around. It's been a while, but how you been? Good, good. I uh, uh, stepped on a trip to Camp Dawson this weekend. Some of my some of my people were going there, and I fucking couldn't go. But really, I was trying to work it. I was trying to work it. There was a chance that you and I were gonna go grab beers. <laughs> Next time you come home, I want to see your face. You're gonna love this. I have this Jordanian kid. He's fucking straight up Arab. Uh, and a little, a little Jewish girl are down at Camp Dawson right now. So I called up my boys from Fairmont. I was like, hey, they're at this bar. Go harass them like you're an ignorant redneck and just fuck with them and then let them know I sent them. <laughs> Did you say somebody was down there and I, down in my country? Jordanian. Jordanian. Okay, I thought you said short Canadian. Him, and then after you're, after you're done talking with him, let him know I sent you. <laughs> are, 
I, I, is this a, I, is this a psyop? Are you uh, are you guys like grooming him? What's that? Emerald uh, is Emerald is from Dub V. I don't think I'm doxing her by saying that. I'm clearly from oh, Dub no, V. Oh no 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 no! We're both from West Virginia. So that shouldn't surprise anybody. No, not at all. Huh? No, I just I got two people at my office who are down in that area right now, and so no, I'm telling you a true story. It's so, so I'm having my fucking redneck buddies go, uh, just go poking them for a little bit. Nothing mean, nothing malicious, right? Just, just good old fun. They're gonna be terrified because a bunch of hell's angels assholes are gonna show up. But, but once they once they realize that I said them, it's gonna be good. Holy smokes, man! It sounds like you're having a great time. Now, what the hell is going on? There's hell's angels. Like an Arab, a Jew, (laughs) So what I do for work, as you know, is counter jihadist bullshit. So I happen to hang out with a lot of Arabs and Jews who are also working on counter jihadist bullshit. Right? None of that's surprising to you. You already know that about me. Yeah. They are at Camp Dawson working on some shit. That shouldn't surprise you that I have people that go to Camp Dawson. It's no big deal. No, no, no. I'm Camp Dawson is in West Virginia, where I'm from. That none of that's surprising to you, right? No, definitely. In West Virginia, in West Virginia, there's a lot of fucking biker gangs. So I called up some old buddies who I know are vets that are in the biker gangs, and I said, "Hey, go terrify these two. They're going to be at this bar because I recommend." They were like, "Hey, soldier." What's a good bar around that place? And so I pointed at a few. I was like, go here, man. And then I called up all my redneck buddies from, from when I was in Dub and I told them to show up and fuck with the only brown-skinned person in the room because it's going to be him. Um, God, that is going to be a I'm with, I'm with you. So they're colleagues, and this is a good so I so I called ahead and I made sure that uh, I made sure that some rednecks are going to show up and scare the piss out of them, and then tell them I, was, I did. I'm I'm responsible. I, I was picturing some like you know emaciated like Arab guy in a fucking orange jumpsuit with shackles on both the arms and his legs no, like no, 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 getting harassed. Oh. <laughs> on TV, bro. Like he's he's a he's a regular contributor to some of the major news networks when it comes to counterterrorism bullshit. Um, he's in West Virginia right now. He's in my country. And he's, he's in my fucking backwoods. And I know everybody there. So I so I set him up for a little trap where, where a, a Jewish girl and an Arab walk into a West Virginia bar and their fucking Dub V and their Dub V coworkers set him up for a prank. I love it. That's rich. You know, you know that none of this is even none of this is even surprising to you, right? No, not at all. Like that's just so fucking. Can I ask you one more done. serious question? Yeah. What's up? Do you, th- do you think Op ISIS or or even like the new government program that's using using social media to uh, 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 eliminate um, you know sort of the uh, success yeah, of the recruitment effort? Do you think? Uh, do you think like that taking out Twitter accounts? That do you think that that's an effective uh, tool to fight uh, ISIS or ISIL or IL or IS? Sean, you want to take this one, man? Yeah. I... Uh, this is a question. 
and and I want because I'm from the internet. I want to see what you have to say about this. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass this off to my fellow psyopper and him. The question on the table there, John. Do you think that U.S. government and hacker efforts to eliminate ISIS Twitter accounts is going to effectively mitigate ISIS behavior online? And I'm gonna pass the phone to you so you can say it. Okay. I haven't. Is it, is it still on? It's still on. Okay. Hey, I'm John. How are you? Uh, hey, you're ready to check. Can you guys hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, man. Yeah, we, we got you. Yeah, we can hear you. Cool. Uh, just to let so you know, I haven't uh, had the time to really track the latest trends and all that, but I can say that um, number one, it depends on how effective the efforts are, but two, they'll, my experience, they'll adapt, they'll adjust, they'll find their ways, and at the same time, you know, I mean, Twitter is one vehicle. It's an effective vehicle. I, I'm not an expert in the online world. I'm really not. But well, I'm having you talk first. Yeah, but um, in terms of, I mean, it depends on what ISIS goals are. In my opinion, they're, uh, this is a hard conversation I have with this hour tonight. Um, but, I mean, I think I think those efforts are good, but at the same time, they need to think of long-term. What is the big picture? What's going to happen once they, if they do successfully saturate those efforts, and what is their response going to be? They've obviously... I mean, what is, the, what is the reason ISIS does what they do on Twitter? You know, what are they trying to do? They have other means of social media dissemination. So mm-hmm. the target audience is still going to be there. Their means of connecting with them, could, they could tweak that. I don't know how, I mean, what is, how effective is Twitter for back and forth anyway? And, I mean, it is effective, but it's not. I mean, that we all know each other. Yeah, so, I mean, if they still have connectivity and, and networks and uh, operability, then there's, I mean, you know, there's other ways, but. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's not a, I don't think it's a main, I mean, it's a good line of operation, but I don't think it's going to decisively take down one of their legs or anything. All right, I'm going to give you yeah. a call. So, so he's just heard from a, from a non, he's not, he's not from the Internet at all. So he just heard a psyopper's opinion who doesn't know what I know, right? Like, he doesn't, he doesn't know this, he doesn't play the same games that we all play. Uh, my opinion is that, uh, one op ISIS is not government, so we need to disambiguate that for a second. Um, the op ISIS stuff scares me a little bit because I'm concerned. I've seen the the counterterrorism project tried it. The op ISIS people are trying it, and others have. Right. So I'm on a fucking ISIS kill list, and a couple of the screw names are, and we've been on them for a fucking long time. The thing is, I'm really hard to find. You got. You can get me down to West. You can get me down to West Virginia. I think the my address on Docsbin is an abandoned house in West Virginia, and God only knows how many pizzas are sitting there stale and how many cops have showed up at that place because how many times they've been fucking swatted or whatever. That address clearly doesn't fucking affect me. Uh, I'm really hard to find. I don't mind that I'm on an ISIS kill list because it doesn't matter. Um, fuck, I cycle my phone number. I ask any of my friends. I cycle my phone number every three months or so. Um, but... But what I'm seeing is Op ISIS, Counter Extremism Project, a couple other different projects out there, are recruiting the masses to combat ISIS propaganda. And that scares me. Not because I don't think ISIS propaganda ought to be combated, I clearly think so, but because these these untrained, these these fucking muggles people that don't know how anything about operational security are getting involved in mm-hmm. shit that's over their head. 
And all we need is for one person to fucking make the oh, one civilian makes the wrong tweet, gets their head chopped off, and this entire fucking thing goes down the tubes. I don't mind being an ISIS kill list. I've been an ISIS kill list since like two been on ISIS kill list since there was ISIS. Um fine. Cool. No big deal. I'm used to that. When regular civilians get put on those kill lists, that concerns me. And I do everything I can within the community and within, within you know, the legitimate business and government sector to try to minimize that. Um, but ultimately, when it comes to how do we degrade and defeat the ISIS, the ISIS strategy right now, that's, a, that's kind of a different question. Uh, I don't think blocking accounts works. As, as we've seen, right, mm-hmm. I can be... I can be Anwar Alaki 1, and you block that. Okay, well, now I'm Anwar Alaki 2. Right? You see, Electronic Army right. is a good example. What are they on, like, fucking their 7th, 8th, ninth account? And on Facebook, I think they're on, like, their 90th account or something ridiculous. Right. Blocking I've, I've, I've read things where, actually, like, there's some 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 sort of weird Internet phenomenon um, where... The, the accounts that, that get taken out, they have so many socks that, like, when one of their socks gets taken out, like their main account, which usually has the fewest followers, uh, sounds familiar, huh? Um, uh, like, it gains followers um, and, uh, and, great, and gains credibility. Uh, hey guys, been good. Um, I appreciate you guys having me on as usual. But Jay got to go. Um, and to Jay's new love, don't be shy. Hit me the fuck up. You hear me? I can hear you. Oh, well, Jay, <laughs> you can hear me too. Show, you got to be my up, new love also. Speak to me. But uh, it's real if I can. It's real if I can just ask. Do you really think that ISIS? I mean, this the thing that was. Well, I'm just. Nigga, yeah, ISIS owes it. Almost. For, for the publicity we showing him. Well, I got to say, it's my new love, ISIS nigga, right? Yeah, he's really that nice. Thank you. Yeah, you and I don't talk in things like this, but Jay Bass, it's good to see you. Good to hear your voice again. <laughs> yeah, thank you, like As always, man. Like I was trying to say, do you really think that ISIS is really the biggest threat? I mean, I don't know. What? Just a little bit is more. A little bit of threat to us? Yeah, they're a threat to us. Um, I mean... I don't know. I think they're just really silly. I mean, I just don't see any value to them, nor do I really see them as the biggest threat right at this very moment. There's a larger larger thing going on that's bigger than all of us, right? I don't fucking know my neighbors, bro. I don't know my neighbors. But I I know you. I don't even know where you fucking live. I know you. I know know some people. You guys are my neighbors. We're no longer, we're no longer, we as a fucking human race are no longer living in societies that are dictated by neighborhoods that rise up to towns that rise up, that need, that need mayors that rise, and then that a group of towns develops a state and gets a governor, and then a lot of governors get together, and then we need a country, and we get a president, or whatever the fucking higher-ups are going to be. We're no longer living in, we're we're no longer getting towards that paradigm. I see, I see this happening in all sorts of different ways. The TPP is a great example of this. We're taking power out of the hands of the state and into the hands of the way that we actually discuss amongst each other. I don't think it's evil, by the way, but I see it as a symptom of this human condition that's currently going on. Dude, 
you guys, you guys are my neighbors more than my neighbors are my neighbors. I know more about you than I do about the people that are in my neighborhood. What affects me and my ideas and my thoughts and the way that I operate are mm-hmm. you guys. I don't give a fuck if my neighbor has an opinion about Barack Obama or George Bush. That does not affect my, my worldview. Your opinions affect my worldview, and my opinions affect yours. You guys are more my neighbors than my neighbors are my neighbors. And because of this shift, it's happening all over the place. The ISIS, ISIS is taking advantage of that a little bit. You can be a member of ISIS in Arizona. You can be a member of ISIS in Colorado. You can be a member of ISIS in Syria or Kazakhstan or Russia or fucking pick one. The, the ideas that we hold are what are conglomerating us. You guys are my neighbors in the stock community that we have fucking created, right? Uh, ISIS has done the exact same thing with their thoughts and their way of looking at the world. Um, like it or not, this, this technology is used for good and ill. Um, and so while I'm, I'm combating an ideology, I'm not combating... I'm, I'm combating an ideology wherever it presents itself. I'm not combating a geographic landmass that is the Islamic State. This whole concept of a state as a physical permanent thing is something that's dying within humanity. It, again, the TPP is a great example of it. People that People who conglomerate around corporations support the TPP. People who conglomerate against corporations, like probably all of us, are against the TPP because we're seeing the TPP to rob power from the state. This is still happening. People are conglomerating around ideas and not around neighborhoods. And this, this plays into effect in everything we're doing. The state is losing power and the ideological ways in which we communicate with each other are gaining power. And that's a good thing and a bad thing, bro. So, yeah, ISIS, to bring us all the way back around, ISIS is absolutely dangerous. Not necessarily, it's not that, the, it's not that Omar al-Baghdadi or whichever al-Baghdadi it is right now um, has the ability to reach out. Yeah, yeah, um, sorry, I was there when the first one showed up. I was in Iraq when the first one showed up. So that makes sense sometimes. Um but it's not that Al Baghdadi can reach out and touch and touch my house right now. He does not have that specific skill set. He just can't. He just can't reach out. He can't. He can't. There's no way. It's particularly where Amarella is. There's no way he's touching Amarella. Right? It's just not happening. Um, she's she's just in a geographic region that's a little bit too isolated for him to ever really be able to touch. However, he is reaching out, and he does have networks. Everywhere, his ideological people who are ideological people who are sympathetic to his ideology are in the U.S. and they are and they don't mind going lone wolf. That's one of my greatest fears, and that's something I try to stop on a daily basis, whether you guys see it or not. I frequently see the infections, uh, I consider them infections, of those ideologies within our community. One of the things that I really try hard to do, one of the reasons why I get involved in the in the hack community as much as I do, is when I see foreign influence infect for these just these terrible ideas infecting our modus operandi, our the hacker community. When I see them infecting our community, I try to step on them so hard and so fast that they never see the WVU soldier coming. They don't even know who I am before they're fucking they just they just erased off the map. That's something that I try to do on a daily. 
let me ask you something. So, just so something you said uh, in uh, like a, uh, a lot of good words was uh, the, the recognition of sort of what we have here uh, in this community is similar to what what ICE has sort of uh, been able to put together. Um, no, hold on. They blew up the Italian consulate in Egypt. Who did? I don't know. Somebody did. Wait, what? Apparently, the Italian consulate just got blown up. Fuck. I might have to go work. I don't know. Where? Stacy just said that the Italian consulate just got blown up. In which country? Egypt. Oh, snap. Tony, once you get attribution, let me know. Let's keep this conversation going for now. I don't need to see pictures of it. I know what blowed up things look like. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and confirm what you guys might Yeah, I'm expect. seeing it. Uh, I, I have absolutely no yeah. idea what the In Cairo. What happened? I mean, was oh. it like a terrorist attack? Is our life about to change? I don't want it to just. I don't want it to yep. change again. I have a fucking nervous breakdown. Okay, yeah. hold on. Yeah, I'm seeing it on RT breaking news right now. What the hell is going on? Um, the consulate in Cairo, the Italian consulate. Um, there was just this major blast. Um, let's Whoa. see here. <clears throat> oh no. Let's, let's take care of that later. Let's take care of that later. Uh, I, I may have a piece of that later, but let's not worry about it right now. Okay. Um, now, like I tried to say, and I'm sorry I didn't hear it, because what happened is that my uh, my mic, my headset broke, unfortunately. <laughs> and then well, I'm said- having a whole bunch of stress and stuff, and it's not really making me happy. It's not really making me whatsoever. I'm very, very, very pissed. And I, I yelled and screamed. Sorry, what was, the, what was the question you asked before I just found out the Italian consulate blew up? Be, before I talked, uh, we uh, you talked about the Italian consulate. But um, the problem that I saw that I see, uh, to be honest, I really do believe that ISIS is not the girl, uh, a big threat due to, you know, we actually probably, we funded them through the, the Syrian rebels that they were working with them. Uh, they were also, I think we also... Uh, you know, That's kind of help them out, you know, trying to get, you know, supplies just by them to easily steal it. And we just said, okay, now we have a whole bunch of stuff right over here, and we don't really want to, we're not all too interested to bring it back, so we're going to go ahead and train these people to use it, and that's what we did. I, I, ah, man, that's a, that's a whole hour. You really don't want me to lecture for an hour on that. No, I don't. Uh, maybe one day. Maybe I can one give day. my blow as to as to how that happened, why it's happening, and what I think the solution should be. But I think that's really boring for everybody. Um, maybe one day. Uh, you know what? Uh, maybe we can go ahead and talk uh, around um, what was it? Uh, tiny chat about that. Maybe one day. Sure. Yeah, I'll try to color that in for you. Um, there's there's. There's a lot there, but it, it involves, like, understanding the nature and paradigm of Iraq going back to the Treaty of Versailles. And I really kind of don't want to go there right now just because it's, mm-hmm. it's a, it gets a little in-depth. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I, I don't really want to get into it, but um, 
you know, I, it was very interesting. That's what I really wanted to talk a little bit about. But we're not gonna, uh, maybe one day we'll talk about it, definitely. All right, I'm, I guess while I'm here, do we have any other questions? How's how's Dovey doing, Amara? What's what was the question? How's Dovey doing, Beth? The baby. How's Dovey? Not the baby. Oh, Dovey. Well, the baby is wonderful. She's sleeping right now. Um, she woke up a little bit ago, and I had to mute because. People don't like hearing me talk to the baby in the background while I'm on BTR, apparently. Some women, women kind of, like, freaked out last night, like, because I was talking to the baby while I was on BTR. I was like, oh, okay, you need to regulate your meds there, sweetheart. No, you know what? Um, and I I promised, like I said, asked the monker if we were going to um, bring this up. And he said no, but um, I was saying to Shindu earlier that um, there was a lot of disrespect flying around last night. Um, like, and people make noise in the background, and you know what? Yeah, like when your baby talking, yeah, you know what? You can't hear the person talking, but you know what? It's hold your tongue. You're a mom, whatever. Seriously, you know, how is Dove V, as in West Virginia, doing? Um, this is this is a perfectly fine topic, and I'm happy to help. But I I, I actually said how is Dub V as in West Virginia? Oh, sorry. Um, so, it's still here. It did not go anywhere. Well, I'm looking forward to going back. You know, hey, um, you know, I'm telling you, next time you come home, I want to see your face, Mister. You know, you know, you'll have it. I've been kicking around. I've been kicking around a, a holy trollish idea when it comes to when it comes to the way people discredit women online. I'm I'm just absolutely sick of it, um, dude. If I disagree with you, if I disagree with you and you're a bitch, I'm gonna disagree with you and you're a bitch, and we're gonna explain. I'm gonna explain articulately why your points are wrong and my points are right. Like, <laughs> naked pictures and things about chicks don't fucking, like, don't even factor in, right? Like, if I disagree, let's, let's take a perfect example, Cassandra Rules. When I disagree with Cassandra Rules, I disagree with her on points. There's no mechanism where in which I'm going to push Cassandra Rules' nudes in the middle of a conversation to try to prove my point or disprove my point. Like, I would never mm-hmm. do that. Um... We don't know they're out there, but that doesn't that doesn't credit or discredit her case, whatever case she's trying to make that I happen to disagree with. I ha- and I'm I'm finding it so pervasive within the community. And I'm about ready to start it. Remember, you remember you were around way back in the day when we had uh, when we had um, South Dog and their was, and we all just fucking posted pictures of each other. And we're like, Fuck it, who cares? Quit being uh-huh. a bitch. I'm going to do the same thing with nudes. Like, oh, my I will post, yeah. post a picture of my saggy balls and limp dick. Fuck it. Unshaven for the world. Do it. I'd be like, you know what? You know what? Does this, does, this, does this credit or discredit any point I ever make, period? No, it doesn't. And it doesn't, it doesn't for women either. 
So quit fucking using using these these things that are just fucking women parts or part of biology or children to try to decide that right. woman's point of view. I'm getting, I'm getting really too soft with the community. With the community. Oh, my God. Beta, you're winning, like, every single one of my things right now. Am I on? I'm about ready to... You're good. You're just, whoever, whoever that is, you got a lot of fucking back chatter. Can anybody hear me? I can hear you. Everybody okay? You alright? Alright, well, I absolutely adore you guys, but I've got to get off here. I have work and I have a baby to deal with in the morning, so. I want you to talk to me about this one. What's up? I want some female thoughts on this. So don't, uh-huh. don't leave yet. Uh, what were you saying okay. when right before all that fucking back chatter? Um, I was saying that you are winning. Like with those statements, you are winning all of my things at this point. Regardless of how I feel about a certain female on Twitter, we won't go there. Please, we'll not go there. Um, I don't think that seeing a woman naked means that she's stupid. I don't think seeing a woman naked means that she's a whore. I don't I, think seeing a woman naked means that, she, that her, that any words that come out of her mouth have any less value. I've never, I've never been into a face-to-face discussion with a chick where I disagreed with her, and she popped her boobs out, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, now you're, uh, now clearly everything you have to say is completely discreet. No, usually that leads to thoughts, I think. Um, yeah. I violently disagree with somebody and still think they're attractive. That's fine. I I just don't see how it how it has become an element used to discredit women online, whether it's a kid or nudes or whatever it is. Like I'm I'm thinking about trying to get all the trolls together to essentially just like the same way we did the same way we did uh same way we did self doc Sunday fucking maybe years ago. Like just be like, here's my balls. Fuck you, my opinion still matters. Here's my tits. Fuck you, my opinion still matters. Fuck it. We're all naked under our clothes. Does it really matter? Does it really matter? Come on, internet. I think that our entire corner of the internet needs to go nude for an entire day. We could do it. We could get it go. I think. I think I this has. I love legs. this idea. I think it has legs. We're all just like, you know what? Here's my floppy limp. Here's a floppy limp dick on some hairy ass balls. Fuck you. My opinion. Also, still I, I, I will. I will throw the the uh, my line in the sand at good naked and bad naked. In principle, I agree <laughs> with both of you. No, I'm not saying I like dude, you are if I do this, you are not getting fucking WVU soldier at full mast. You are getting the worst fucking picture of my scrotum I can fucking <laughs> I can I can play with You're right, getting some just like you eating shit. cereal or something, like from a weird angle. Like just like, you it's know, everyday it. naked stuff. 
Like, dude, if I can if I can squeeze a goatee in there, I will. Um, the entire, the entire, yeah. Have you ever been to a nude beach in Europe? The point is that no one's no one would ever dare, bro. You know me. No one would ever dare to challenge a point I make on Twitter with a pick of my balls. You're like, well, you're an idiot because here's a pick of your balls. No one would ever do that. They wouldn't even. They wouldn't even try. Oh yeah, so some would. I can blow how absurd this shit is by by getting a flood of trolls to just be like, here's my generals. Here's my tip. Question me. Do my points still hold? So how about we fucking take points? In, how about we take points for points? And not... And not but I, I, mean, I, I, agree, I, I agree with the nudist principle. Like, I, I do. Like, but in practice, What's that? Our sophomore behavior proves the absurdity of everybody who's too serious. That's what we do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Our sophomore exposes rest of humanity's absurdities. That's what we're doing here. Unless, I, unless I'm confused, maybe I got this wrong. Maybe no, I've been trolling a lot ten years. This, this is the national lampoon of, of the 2020s. When people were when people were like too busy doxing each other, all the trolls got together and had self dox Sunday, and we're just like, you know what? Fuck you. Here's a picture of my face. Quit being excited about this. And so tomorrow, if everyone's going to get a hard on about about kind of discrediting a woman's opinions by showing nude pictures of them, I believe the troll response would be, here's a pic of my balls. Does my opinion still matter? True. Very true. I like where your head's going. I don't even understand why it's an issue. I mean, all it does is continue to give credence to the entire hey, issue. Whisper still today, until right now. Hi, buddy. How's it going, WVU? Good to talk to you again. But I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you leaving us, Amber? No, is that Glenn? Yes, it is. Hi, Glenn. Sorry. Hi. Hey, sweetie. No, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, when I'm online, I don't give a fuck what anybody looks like. I don't give a fuck what gender they are. I care about what they have to say. That's it. Right. And I don't know why everybody has to keep giving credence to these stupid methods of cutting people into groups. Because That's it's not... Why- you know, out of existence might be something that we might want to consider. A but picture, I mean, picture of my lipstick on my floppy hairy balls. I might have to fuck it. They were shaved recently, so I might have to wait a week. But uh, uh-huh. a picture of a lipstick on floppy hairy balls might. Uh, like, how is that going to? How is that going to affect anybody's opinion of my positions on things? 
Emma, well, do you want to go? Do you want to go have a waxing appointment with me? Well, right. I if don't know about that. that. If MRL's boobs were out there, people would use that to cut her down when she made valid points. But I mean, you're talking about human nature. There's only mm-hmm. so much you can alter, and what I just choose to do is ignore all that shit. It just doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, people post news and shit. I don't look. I don't care. Everybody has my, a body, you know? We can cut it down. We can cut it down the absurdities. And mine plus, haven't been posted for a long time. Plus, we have the benefit of being able to see all of our friends' uh, sexual organs, which is just, just a little value out there. So it'll be fun for everybody. True story. I want to see everybody's not even. Everybody's what? It's the appropriate troll response. The appropriate troll response is we all just flood the net, like, here's my cock, does my opinion matter less? Here's my boobs, does my opinion matter less? And we just fucking flood it. We get some weird things involved, we get some, we get some fucking, we get, we get some of the old school players involved. Mm-hmm. And make it a thing. I mean, you you know that even there, there are even going to be some really old school trolls that are going to be really morally outrageous about this. The one, and they're the ones that still, you know, use nudes as a weapon. The old school trolls will love it. Parrot Axe will be on board. Fuck a oh, Parrot Axe will be. Oh, he would love it. But I mean, the trolls that still use nudes as a weapon, they're not going to love it. It's it's some new fags. Not, it's not us. Well, I mean, um, this this is fighting fire with fire, and that's one option. But uh-huh. I don't play it. I just don't care. So I guess it's just yeah. my opinion then. The point is, the point is, what well, trolls do, right? Yeah, I mean, and, and if, we, if we dig a little deeper at this root, like, you know where does the shame from the human body come from, right? Like, isn't that really the deeper point? That the fact you can mm-hmm. black blackmail somebody. Because you have a picture of their naked epidermis, you know, that's fucking crazy. We all have breasts, we all have balls, we all have, like, think about the cultural implications of that, like the indoctrination that's necessary to put that that trick onto somebody, onto people, that that the shame for their own, own, like, I think she's as sexy as a fucking moron. I don't, I don't I, like that woman for fucking anything. I think she is. And she's, a, she's a fucking moron. Yeah, I'm here. How did truth and sexy get into this? Um, I'm using her as an example because there was a picture of her that she posted. She posted oh my to God, her that her boyfriend, Mr. Agent, before he went to prison. By the way, nobody remembers that. Uh, because he was a shithead. Um, Who? But it, 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 never mind, never mind. As, As you went, carry on. Yeah, Truth is Sexy, Truth is Sexy has a, a fucking nude pic. That, the minute she starts speaking, it's pulled out. And it's a, it's a pic of a giant black dildo in her ass, and I don't oh, really, one, I don't even like seeing it. <laughs> it's a disgusting picture. Um, but that's her business. It doesn't invalidate her points. What invalidates her points is that she's a fucking moron. So I well, enjoy... She posted it or somebody somebody grabbed it and leaked it? 
No, she broke up with somebody from the internet, and they posted it, and then it got okay, viral. So it got viral so in our community. One of my most in, embarrassing moments on the internet was I, I, I used to think, like, the, the hashtag Pink Map was, was pretty cute. You know, and then and then I learned and then I learned what it was. So isn't that how everybody gets all the news? Well, Pete, that's a mobile phone site. So clarify yourself there. No, it's very simple. If you don't take the nudes, they can't be stolen and posted. I and while okay. I agree with that, while I agree with that, I, I also know that he was doing human things. And sometimes we take nudes and send them to other people. That's a fucking what? human thing. I'm not going to be able to stop that. So instead, I'm trying to fight the argument that nudes that nudes do or don't prove or disprove a case. All right. Well, let me put it to you another way. What about if you had camera, you had film on a camera on an old school camera that you took to the store and had developed? Hold on, let me try it this way. You and I are currently having a disagreement about this. Now, if I happen to have secured nudes of Canadian Glenn through whatever means, say I happen to secure <laughs> Oh, my. Posting those nudes during the course of this conversation should discredit your point would be ludicrous, Right. Like you, like yeah. you wouldn't even care. Yeah, very. It would be, it would, it would not. Would be all I know is I don't want Glenn's nudes to leak. Bro, I know scared people. I can get news of you if I try. <laughs> oh, God. You can only acquire what exists. That's point number one. Well, you can make occasionally. I believe that that's just a fucking function of being human. Occasionally okay, you take in case you didn't really know, I'm going to go ahead and confirm. News of me definitely exists. I've never seen them. I, I don't care. Really? What, oh, okay. No. Well, I mean, it, I mean, for, the, for the record, I disagree with Glenn. Like, I, do, I do think no, there is no, an expectation no, of privacy. I, and I think it's more a matter of who you keep company with um, than, than the actual picture taking. Because, you know... It takes somebody to put those things on the internet, and if, if you're cavorting with this sort of what person, and news of you ought not exist on the internet. Period. Sure, I'll take that. I'll take that as a point, and just we'll just kind of roll with it comfortably. Fine. I well, don't, but I don't see. I don't see. You can't drag those nudes out to 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 credit or discredit somebody. No, actually not. That's my point. You know, but I mean, but to to I mean, people. I, I don't know. I just like that. That's such a low blow. Like I don't know. I guess it was, maybe it was it was just that's so much harder point. to do with the po- the Polaroids, you know, and that's the old fucking Kodamatic cameras that uh, people lose attention. But I mean, on the internet, it's like, and you know, do you respect yeah, the horrors. What's that? Camarada, the the female in this current conversation, do you respect her opinion? Yes, yes I respect your opinion. Yeah, I Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I respect that he's I was, like, I was I mean, look, I was you're asking, stupid. I, you're I wasn't asking you, dear. I was asking Clem. Uh, if you respect her opinion, ought you two ever get into an argument? Should 
somebody jump in on your side and post nudes of her to try to discredit whatever point she's trying to make, do you feel like that helps you validate your point or invalidate your point? I would try. I would. I would. I would try to cut off the ten fingers of the person who posted them in my supposed defense. But yeah, that's because that's you're glad, and right? you've got some, you've got integrity. Well, I mean, see, that's I, just you. I see this as two issues, though. I mean, Antichrist is mentioned about being in some sort of relationship, and uh, pictures are exchanged on an intimate level. If sure. you are, if you are betrayed on that. That's one thing. But what I see happening in the vast majority is people taking them themselves. And they are the ones that create the ammunition to be used against them. Why they do stupid why things with ever, them. Why, there's, there's my point right there. The fact that you said ammunition to be used against them. There is no point. If I if I proliferate pictures of my limp dick on hairy balls, if I just paper that all over the internet, no one would ever use it as ammunition against me because it would be clearly absurd. However, we know I can name somebody. Let's go with Cassandra Rules. I can name somebody, Cassandra Rules, who when she makes when she makes arguments, people who disagree with her, straight up post her notes. Now, I disagree with Cassandra Rules on quite a bit. Through no mechanism do I consider posting her notes to be a valid response to any disagreement her and I have. Well, oh, when I did that become like a valid male response to like a woman pissing you? Okay, I have a valid point to make. A valid male response? I mean, anywhere valid than like raping. Or a beating. I don't like, think it's male right. only. No, Glenn, right there. Perfect, perfect opportunity for me to there. go and tell you. It is not just male only. I can't tell you how many times I've seen a woman pose nudes of another woman, and it's happened to me. Yep. I think that, I think that actually probably happens more frequently in my community, from what I've observed. Yeah. This, I, I, because I, there I, are I, so be many like women that yep. love to shame each other. Yep. Like this woman says, oh, she has nudes out. She's an e-whore. She's worthless. Yep. What well, makes you yeah, any better? Because I know for a fact you are in DMs sending people your nudes. So you're oh, not so any better. You just haven't gotten not the caught. result of a lesbian liaison. I just need to get that straight. No. They were... They they were in the, Who cares? They were being intercepted, right? Not the result of a lesbian liaison. They were intercepted, yes. <laughs> okay. okay. I just want to get that straight. Can't, we can't... Seriously, as a troll community, I think at a certain point, at a certain point, I'm not sure we're there yet. We might be getting close. I'm still floating um, the idea of people. Really quick, before point, I forget, can I ask you a question, Beta? Go ahead, dear. Before I forget, um... Actually, I'd like for you to talk to Smoker about this very issue because I think it's going to be the topic on a show coming up. So would you be interested in coming on that show? Yeah, I'd be interested. I'd be interested in getting – I'm interested in getting this off the ground. Um, okay. As a thing so, that we kind of all do in solidarity with 
with our fellow female trolls. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, like, it's not going to be flattering. It's not going to be fucking... <laughs> seven it's going not going to be arousing. It's going to be a limp dick sitting on hairy balls, and I'm going to go out of my way to make it that. Um, <laughs> the point... The point is the point is supposed to hold. That's mm-hmm. we're going to we're going to use we're going to use the troll community to prove the absurdity of the argument. Nice. I like it. Love it. Well, okay. I'm 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 interested, Glenn, that you disagree. Well, I just don't give any credence to stupidity. Plain and simple. I ignore it. And why I do, if I'm in the middle of an argument with Cassandra, which happens frequently, if I'm in the middle of an argument with Cassandra and somebody posts nudes of her, which happens frequently, I ignore it and continue the thing. But it's still, it's still used, and and the audience, dude, we're all, everybody here knows that our voice carries weight in this community. And because it carries weight in this community, it carries weight throughout the fucking internet. Um, it's true. We are we are a lot more powerful than our fucking Twitter numbers show. Uh, well, you mentioned audience, and I think that's a, that's a big key because there are audiences out there that I don't give a fuck about, and if I want to get rid of them, I will try to get rid of them because I see social media and the internet as no different than walking down the street. Or being out in public. I don't talk to everybody on the street. I don't talk to all my neighbors. I don't even talk to everybody at my place of employment. I make those decisions. And that's the way I carry it on to the internet. So if somebody's being a fucking idiot, in my opinion, bye-bye. Well, I sure, and sometimes we can watch. Lynn, that was fantastic. I love it. That was great. Well, I think that's fair to a degree. Um, as as a as a propagandist, so like when I'm working when I'm working a propaganda mission, um, a psyop mission, I, I I recognize that there's probably 30% of the audience is already on my side. I don't need to influence. There's probably 30% already on the enemy side that I just can't influence. They've already they've already committed. Um, there's then there's the middle ground that 30% plus 30. Three thirty-four percent that are that are sitting there waiting. They're on the fence and they're waiting for somebody to influence them to just convince them one way or the other. And that's that's the group that I'm fighting for, bro. And there are people who do listen to who do look at say Cassandra Rules News and and make assumptions about her. I can't really fix that. Um, they're horrible. They're just wrong people. I can't really fix them. There's nothing I can do to make them think that Cassandra's opinion matters because her news, regardless of the fact that her news are posted in this thread. Okay, but then... There in, are, there in, are 34% of people that are kind of on the fence as to, okay, well, how do I take this, these pictures of Cassandra Rose naked, in context of the discussion that is currently being had? And there are 30% who do exactly what I do, which is just fucking ignore the news reports and are, and and see Cassandra and I arguing on the merits of the argument that we are having. 
But I mean, isn't that isn't that what really like a natural state? Like I mean, seeing somebody's body naked shouldn't completely, you know, kill, like derail your your opinion of them. Like that's a completely you know manufactured state of mind. If you echo chamber, you're not doing anything. It's, dude, you can say all you want to sycophants all day. The sycophants already fucking agree with you, bro. It's like it's like Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh is just keeping the sycophants sycophantic. If all you want to be, Glenn, is somebody who talks to people who already agree with you, that's fine. I mean, there's there's good there's good roles out there where that's necessary. But I'm not that guy. I'm the guy that's trying to get the audience, the 34 percent of the audience that's on the fence to see the point and come over to my side on any well, given yeah. Well, that's fine. I understand that, but it's methodology. But and it's, I, I mean, it's a fundamental PSYOP principle. I'm literally giving you a book on the PSYOP play, the page of the PSYOP playbook. Oh, I know that. I mean, I know this stuff. But, I mean, it's methodology. I will not play that way. And there are plenty more people that are listening to me every day through my BTR show, through my Twitter, through in-person, and I will do it the way I choose to do it. I mean... Because everybody's comfortable with different things. It, what works for you might not work for the next person. And and that's, that is okay. And that is the beauty of, you know, this community and how many different and eclectic people there are. You don't always find someone that you can look at and talk to for five minutes and be like, okay, I like you. I like the way you think. Let's continue this. Yeah. And I think that's okay. That's the way it should work. But I think another issue is in the 21st century with the availability of everything without actually leaving your fucking basement, there's far too many people that have no social skills whatsoever and they can't, they can't do it one-on-one oh, you are in so person. Cool. You know, I mean, this is what's feeding this whole bullshit. I can get back at this person and I'm invisible. And this whole fucking mindset of the inferior intellect thinking that they can get shit done. Then nothing replaces hard work. Nothing replaces research. Nothing replaces intelligence. I certainly agree. As you, as you know, I would agree on all those points. Um this is one case where I think I can prove their absurdity by showing the cock and one that's funny and trollish and I think everyone will get a ball. Well, those who wish to will. Let's put it that way. Sure. Yep. That's fine. And that's everybody's choice. You know, I mean, you can choose not to, you can choose to support. I mean, it doesn't mean that you don't, you don't always have to support everything that your friends do. If your friend jumps off a bridge, are you going to jump hard first? No. I'm sorry. I'm getting a little bit loopy because it's about 2 o'clock and I have to be at about 6. So this is where my sanity starts to slip. Sorry. Uh, everybody, yeah. I think everybody has done it. I think we're the last three on. That's okay. Um, I've ignored this all fucking night on purpose, but I've had enough. And there's a question in chat about the record listens I've had in two days of a big show. Okay. The live night, 350. In two days, 850. 
Fuck Wait. off, Shin. Stay out of my life. What's all that, Glenn? I don't. I don't get involved in drama. What's what are we talking about? That's oh what boy. It, that's what it is. Drama. The okay. internet radio savior wants to know how many listens I get. You know that's when I was. You know when I was talking about people I don't want to deal with, I get rid of them. You're in the group, Shin. Figure it out. Go away. Move on. That's between y'all. I, I oh, boy. Yeah. All right, you guys are. You're Some both people pretty. don't know when to quit. Uh, I love cactus. Who doesn't love cactus? You guys, right. you guys are both there. I'll talk to Nice talking right, to bye, you. Bye, Bye bye. Have a great night. Peace. Okay, who all, who all is still here? Give us an Eve I'm update. Still here. Give us an Eve update, Vert. Well, I, I already didn't chat. ABC my my kidney's too much. It's literally just us three. We took over the show. <laughs> okay, so it's me, and Vert. I hope right. Eve gets home to you soon. Okay, yeah, another five and to seven days. Auntie? Wow. Well, don't worry. Eve will, Eve will come around. Don't worry. Everything will be fine. So can you guys hear me? Yeah. Welcome. Okay, yeah. who is this? Excellent, excellent. This is great. Hunky-dory, Danny. What's up, bro? I love the way Dalek talks. I really do. Dalek walks. Yeah. Dalek has a fucking unique voice, for sure, and a unique skill, as we all know. What do you mean? Oh, goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I've been to, uh, the, you know what? I've been flying around helicopter and my way down to Seattle, okay? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> do Dalek and I go back to the we're, 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 we're an interesting pair. But it's. Uh, okay, what do you mean? I... What? Is that Yanti? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, making sure you're still here. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I don't get why you love the way I talk. I don't get why. It's just a shitty voice. I don't really like it. Other people on because right now it's just us three, and I think Ncap fucking passed out. I'm I'm still awake. Ncap's alive, live and kicking. I think uh, Smoker may have may have uh, hit the head. Yeah, I think we lost Smoker a while ago. Uh, we yep, lost Don. Don went to bed a little bit ago. But I'm done, dude. I'm I'm tired and I just want to get this over with. Thank yeah, you. I'm gonna I'm gonna go, guys. Uh, everybody hit everybody hit the hay and uh, and be easy. Think good thoughts. Yeah. Relax. Just take a few breaths. Football Friday is thing, ladies and gents. Alright, yeah, have a good night. Yo, guys. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Happy to be here. Yep. Cheers, bro. Bye, baby. Yeah, that was killer. Have a great summer. I love you a long time. Talk to y'all later. See you later, WVU. WVU, lights. And that's it. Cactus. Cactus.